0: We will sit out here to do a story. They'll do a story about what? Uh, as you can see, there's construction underway here. Uh, they have dug out a little bit. There's water has accumulated. Traffic's backed up.
1: And a city the size of Houston there's always traffic. So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing
2: out here? I ask you, what in the fuck are we doing here? I really, no, I really want to, I got some bad ideas in my head. I
3: just, cookies need love like everything.
4: <laughs> and I will tell you, it's three agencies of government when I get there that are gone. Commerce, education, and the, uh, uh what's the third one there? Let's see. What's the purpose of experiments? To stimulate the pineal gland of the The pineal gland, why? Dr. Pretorius believed the pineal was a dormant sensory organ. Sixth sense. Yes. Well, that's not a new theory. The philosopher Descartes believed it was the third eye. It's not a theory. It's a fact. Yeah, I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I mean, look, we can all get into sort of feeling, you know, sorry for ourselves or having a pity party about the past or what's happened. It's just not worth it because it affects the present and it affects the future. You can't sort of play into that sort of stuff.
5: Welcome to Pop Culture Purgatory.
1: Welcome back to Pop Culture Purgatory This is Jeremy This
3: is Deason uh, This is Dane from Australia And,
1: and
5: Joanna
3: uh, There we go uh,
1: it, it was, It's
3: getting smoother, it's getting better after We'll get there
1: two and a half, Almost two and a half years
6: it's fine. <laughs> <Yes. It's fine. laughs>
1: um, So I'd like to welcome back Dane has been a long time since he's been on the show I think the last time he was on the show we talked about Shot Collar Me, him and Mike um, yeah, and uh, and yeah. we, me and Mike, me and uh, Dan have been talking about, you know, talking recently about some some stuff, some movie stuff like that. And uh, he mentioned a, a movie uh, called Thirst from nineteen seventy nine. And I found something through one of my Instagram groups that I follow, and they kind of post like retro, sort of like underground '80s forgotten horror stuff. And I found this thriller for a movie called Spasms. Uh, from 1983, so I figured it'd be a great time to sort of uh, get together and talk about these two movies that I have never heard about in my entire life. One yeah, specifically... Do double up. <laughs> yeah, double, but one specifically uh, that I'm really happy that Dane brought up Thirst is an is Australian flick. Australian horror vampire flick. <laughs>
4: creatures of the night, driven by insatiable thirst, this ancient evil is now a modern industry backed by big money. Kate, she's young, she's in love, she's the next victim ...specialists in abduction, brainwashing, and murder. (laughs) Welcome to the Brotherhood, Miss Davis. Not me. Their human farm is a living nightmare where science goes mad. (coughs) Thirst is deadlier than the plague. It conjures unspeakable terrors. You can run, you can hide, but you cannot escape thirst.
1: But, uh, yeah, uh, so Dane, um... If we're all ready to go, let's let's, let's get into the first. We're going to get into Thirst, which is from 1979. Uh, uh, Dan, if you'd like to talk about the synopsis or just what you remember from the movie.
3: And we'll get Uh, into it. Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, well, uh, first of all, thanks for having us back. Um, It's always been fun coming on here um, and, you know, talking uh, about what we love. Um, But, um, yeah, this movie... uh, I found sort of similarly to how you did, just from uh, uh, a, a friend who I met on the uh, the Monster Fest group, which is the film festival I go to. So, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. this cool, cool sort of Aussie film fan. He's actually a filmmaker as well, and um, he posted uh, about an Australian, uh, exploitation era, vampire movie, and I was like. Yeah, shit. I can't remember, right? If I've seen an Australian vampire movie before, uh, I'm sure they're I'm sure I, I probably have, but um from this era I couldn't um couldn't remember, and yeah I watched the trailer and looked pretty good, and then I seen, um, the soundtrack was by Brian May, who ah. uh, I know that Jeremy loves. I love him so. He- there's a lot of oh. Ryan
5: May
1: isms in this in this movie. If you, if you know where they're at, you're like, "Oh, oh shit, there it is!" Yeah, <laughs> there's some Road <laughs> Warrior. Shit. Yeah, for sure, there's like some uh, there's like some gyro uh, gyro captain like landing or flying over like you know the horde of cars driving. You can see it here
3: in the, uh, yeah. the movie. Yeah, see, I I told you he loves it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Picked up on certain uh, like patterns. Uh, Uh, what would you call it melodies in the music, but uh, I'm not, I'm not that good with music, but uh, anyway. Um, Yeah. So uh, I thought, yeah, we were talking, uh, I was talking to Jeremy about movies and this and that. And uh, I was um, recently watched Ms. 45, which I really loved. And I was like, so I was so uh, thankful to Jeremy for uh, recommending that to me. So I was like, yeah, I got one for you, man. Oh so, man. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, no shit. This
1: forty five is a is a classic. It's a masterpiece in my opinion. It's fucking it's amazing. So
2: I'm glad yeah, like that it. really. And I feel like a, that blew me away, man. I feel like there's a lot with Thirst that kind of plays into that as well. Um just like uh, like it felt like I was almost kind of watching Italian horror sometimes while no, watching this. I- yeah. Which just, I love, I love that vibe, man. Oh, and but yeah. like, but also like, this was just like a totally different kind of telling of a vampire story to me, which I really fucking enjoyed. Oh,
1: wild, I, I think. Well, I, I would even say with even some of the Brian's going back to Brian May again, even some of the scores sounds like Goblin. The whole like the bass of Oh, for bah, sure. Bah, bah. Like this sort of sexy, groovy uh bass and then like there's some classical like almost like soap opera sort of sound like music to it and then all of a sudden get into like road warrior uh Brian May.
2: <laughs> uh but
1: uh yeah it's, and it's, this it's, is this is
2: what two years were right wait mad max was what seventy eight if i'm not mistaken the first one uh somewhere know, around there it's a little earlier than that
1: but like but but road okay. warrior is around the same time though
2: so it's like eighty R- road warrior I thought it was like eighty one but not 80. But I mean, it's, it's right after he did that. But so, so he, still, he still he's still got all those same styles and those same influences kind of coursing through him, right? And, like, right. Ha- had you not kind of said that, I I, I didn't realize it was Brian May until um, Dane said that, and like, yeah, it makes total fucking sense now. <laughs> like Brian, like Brian
1: May, like does like he does, goes to like three different genres of music in this movie. There's like sexy, like uh, sax with like. Um, for like uh, uh, your day, like sort of like your daily soap operas, then he goes into like almost like a classical like score, almost like uh, maybe some, some sort of like James Horner or something like that. So, to, to some very eerie sort of sounding like uh, something that may sound very familiar to you, like in a, a major motion picture. And then he goes into the Mad Max, Brian May. So he said it's, it's it's all over the place, but um, I loved it. I love that the score. It's amazing. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, Danny,
3: Go ahead. Oh no, no. Um I'll, I was just waiting my turn. Um but uh, yeah it's I noticed that too. It's it's quite a mixture, isn't it? Like um which is um really enjoyable. Like I think I I might have enjoyed the score in this uh the most, but like there's that like you were saying, there's that sort of I don't know what it is that you guys being musicians might know better than me, but there's that sort of discordant sort of like it's like a cartoon sound, almost like bang bang. bang, bang. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's kind of like a, it's yeah, it's um,
2: dissident too. <clears throat> yeah, like, um, and, it's, um, it, it's
3: it's meant to sound fucking weird. <laughs> then it, it's mixed with that sort of sort of classic soundtrack style, like of, of horns and and violin, right? And um, and a bit of then it's got a bit of like seventies sort of psychedelic sort of
1: it does. Spacey space and
3: yeah. yeah, and um, he that was some, really cool. It's it's, like, he does like some ambient
1: stuff too, like some weird like ambient, like David Lynch ambient sounds too, where like things get really serious and it's like it's like this ambient, yeah,
5: wah,
1: right, like that. It's like whoa, what the fuck's going on? Like holy shit, you know when Lynch does like uh, static lines, like in certain movies he does because he loves like you know electricity. And power lines and shit, you hear like this be like this, like long scene or several scenes of like this static ambient sounds. And uh, Brian May does it in this thing. And this, this, he's a fucking wizard of the music.
2: So apparently, Mad Max came out the same year as this 1970. There you go. I just had to look it up. I was like, holy shit. (laughs) That guy did fucking. One, two, three, four, five, five fucking movies in 1979. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, uh, one of them was a TV show, but still, that's that's nuts. Still, that's fine, yeah. Well, let's talk about the plot, though. The plot is, is super interesting. I agree. <laughs> and the plot on IMDb is pretty kind of non... It, it, so it, this is the plot on IMDb. The okay. descendant of Elizabeth Bathory is abducted by a cult of blood-drinking, self-proclaimed supermen who weren't turned to join them, which is basically the plot, but that's still kind of like – is kinda very still, though. Well, yeah, very basic and kind of dumbed down with like yeah, the whole it is, idea of the movie. Because to be honest, there's still a lot of it I didn't really fully understand what was going on until very close to the end of the movie. <laughs> like it didn't do a good job of kind of explaining what was going on. I was just along for the ride. If that makes right. sense, right, right? Right. It was a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. And you know,
1: it's interesting though for me. Like I, I've, for some reason, I've always been very obsessed with the legend of Elizabeth Bathory. I always thought it's very interesting about this woman, this Duchess, uh, who had her. She had a. Um, she had a man who was part of her husband's guard and she had a servant um that was hers and they would go they would both of them would go find virgins for her to kill and then uh bleed into a bathtub and to bathe into to live quote unquote live forever
7: to look younger I, I, and i all didn't even heard of
1: yeah.
5: that legend so yeah that's
2: fucking you haven't no, no no, no.
0: Midwinter, in a small Hungarian town. 50-year-old widow Countess Elizabeth Bartory orders one of her many servant girls to be held down and burnt with red-hot irons. The girl will not survive.
6: According to the record books, Elizabeth Bartory is the most prolific female killer ever, ordering the deaths of over 600 young women. She will also go down in legend as Countess Dracula, a vampire who bathed in the blood of virgins to stay forever young.
0: So where's the evidence for these incredible stories? Or is this just a bloody tale? Hungary in 1610 was a kingdom divided. The south occupied by the Turks. The north run by rich nobles. Here, the poor lived as serfs, near slaves to their masters. Today, Hungary's National Museum holds precious relics from that time. Amongst them, hidden from public view, is a portrait of the most famous of the great Bartery family, the bloody Countess herself. Now, this is the storage room for paintings. There's centuries of oil and canvas here. And right at the back is the portrait of Elizabeth Bartery first impression when I look at this is this is a classic aristocratic portrait. Her face... Her face doesn't seem troubled at all. There's no sign of the brutal torturer, the bloody killer. So you'd really have to use a lot of imagination to suddenly put her in this torture scenario. In fact, the notion that this Countess was a real-life vampire sounds more like hammer horror than Hungarian history. Time to investigate. Elizabeth Bartory was born into immense wealth. She married a powerful count, and when he died in 1604, Bartory was left with estates dotted throughout Greater Hungary. She was now the richest and most powerful woman in the land. But today, Elizabeth Bartory's fame doesn't rest on her great wealth or nobility. It rests on her record-breaking serial killing and incredible stories of her bathing in the blood of virgins. But now, I want to see if the evidence for these stories really stacks up. I've heard the castle of Bychka hold some clues. It was once the home of Hungary's top politician, Count George Turzo. In 1610, he heard rumours of strange goings-on at Elizabeth Bartory's house, so decided to pay her a surprise visit. And this is an absolutely fascinating document. It's it? written by Count Turzo and it's to his wife. He talks about when our people went to where she was living, he says, uh, they discovered a dead girl at the house and another one with wounds and dying from torture. And another one who was imprisoned, who that damned woman was keeping for torture. So, This is incredible, this is something he has seen, he has written it firsthand, and this is the original document right here. Okay, we don't quite get bathing in the blood of virgins here, but this is very, very strong. I arrived here suspicious, and I think you have to be with a story like this. The bloody Countess myth could easily have been created later on. But what I've seen suggests the opposite, compelling contemporary evidence that cites torture and killing. Clearly, there's a very strong case for Elizabeth Bathory to answer.
6: Famous raid on Elizabeth Bartry took place in this village 400 years ago. Today, most of Bartry's alleged House of Horrors has disappeared. But historian Dr. Graham Murdoch took me down to what remains the cellar. Here at the crime scene, Bartry's servants were interrogated and they told some incredible tales about their mistress.
8: She's accused of ordering that some servants were left out in, in the snow, were covered with cold water and left to freeze. And there's a range of other things involving a fire, involving uh, hot metals that are pressed against young girls' flesh. Some of them were beaten to death. They give pretty graphic accounts of the treatment that some servants received if they were deemed to have disobeyed their mistress.
6: It's all really gory stuff, isn't it?
8: Yes, you can see where the label Bloody Countess came from.
6: Under torture, four servants admitted being complicit in a prolonged reign of terror. Other witnesses claimed Bartry & Co. had killed hundreds of young women. Just a week later, at Beechka Castle, the accomplices were tried and executed. Yet Bartery, the boss, never faced trial. So why wasn't she tried?
8: Well, they've had a particularly speedy, helpful conclusion from their point of view. they got out the evidence, they found the guilty, they've punished them, they've incarcerated Elizabeth. The show is over.
6: Barthry was locked up for life in her own castle, her land passing to relatives. Coincidentally, many of these same relatives had very close ties to Count Terzo, as did the witnesses at a rigged trial.
8: We know that all those people had something to gain from getting rid of Elizabeth battery. And that must make us suspicious about their motives and about the veracity of the stories which emerged from the trial.
6: So should we distrust the witnesses' claims that Bartery slaughtered hundreds?
8: If we look at the evidence of those who were convicted, they come up with the numbers 30 to 50. So that must be the outside estimate.
6: Graham thinks the record books have it wrong, and so have writers who claim Bartry was a real-life vampire.
8: The notion that Elizabeth bathed in blood in some effort to preserve her own beauty or an attempt to stop the aging process, this has absolutely no foundation in contemporary evidence but makes for a very good story.
6: The fact that the evidence against Bathory was obtained under torture and that she herself wasn't tried means that there are these huge gaps in our knowledge and where the gaps exist, myths have grown up to fill them. Yet I wonder if we should go even further in our myth-busting. How much of the evidence against the bloody Countess can we really trust?
0: Susanna has found some serious flaws in the case against Elizabeth Bartery. Yet I've seen an eyewitness account of torture in action. To make sense of the conflicting evidence, I'm heading to the Hungarian National Archives. Here, historian Dr Gabor Varkonyi has trawled hundreds of testimonies from the Bartery case. How are you doing, I'm Joe. Hi, Hi Joe. It's led him to a startling conclusion.
9: Well, I think she was innocent, because the historical person of Elizabeth Báthory, according to mine and and, uh, and some colleague of uh, colleague of mine opinions, uh, wasn't this evil figure. <laughs> Let me show you uh, something. What kind of instrument is it?
0: It doesn't look pleasant. I'm going to guess it's a a torture device.
9: Uh, This instrument came from the uh, Medical Museum of Hungary. And and this is a healing instrument. This instrument's exactly used uh, to burn the wounds, (laughs) stop the bleeding. Gabor believes
0: much of the torture mentioned by witnesses was healing. She wasn't killing these servants, but trying to save them. And what about Count Torzó? Because when he arrives at Battery's home, he finds one girl dead and another dying. Surely that's pretty damning evidence.
9: We don't know the cause. Why was that girl dying? Because of illness? But nobody asked her, what uh, what happened with her. Uh, there was no testimony of this person, and it's very, very strange things in this case that the star witness is missing.
0: Instead, the evidence came from two key sources, Barty's accomplices and independent witness testimonies.
9: So here are the famous testimonies.
0: Gabor discovered the most damning testimony came from seven of Bartery's oldest servants. He thinks the bloody Countess' rumours started with them.
9: I think if if someone tried to create a conspiracy around Elizabeth Bartery, probably these seven people tried something.
0: Once the gossip was out, everyone wanted to believe it. Turzo could now remove a powerful local rival whilst Bartari's relatives could seize her old land but this still leaves the question of the
9: accomplices and their confessions the confessions of them uh, were taken by torturing they were pulled and spinned and it's been then burned, and in a very, very uh, strong pain, just confessed what the, what the investigators wanted to hear. You so, don't
0: think because of the torture, you just don't think it can be reliable? Yes, I think so. But do you really think she was completely innocent? Do you not think there was some torture, some killing, some brutality, maybe not 650, but do you really believe it? I believe in it. According to Gabor and others, this was a monumental stitch-up. Illness, early deaths and cruel beatings, all common among servants, were used to paint a picture of a monster. And Bartory was never given a chance to defend herself. Clearly, these were brutal times. However, If Gabor is right, then this whole story, this incredible case of Elizabeth Bartry, is one bloody tale that's been misleading and fooling historians for centuries.
9: Brand new Bloody
0: Tales investigates Europe's dark arts next Monday night at eight. Stay tuned for a nail
7: biting. Insane, action. but also yeah, the um, medieval times
2: uh, She wasn't Germanic though. I forget what the what, yeah. what race she was, but her oh, I feel like we're getting into the, like the talking about like how Hillary Clinton eats babies type of shit. Like <laughs> yeah, it, it feels dumb. like that level of stupid That's insanity. It's a true story. <laughs> It's, oh, a <laughs> the part, it's a true story.
1: Most part is the true story. There could, there's definitely some muggled uh, muggled sort of uh, history there, here and there. But like, uh, for the most part, because um, uh, I've, I've listened to a lot of things about uh, Elizabeth Bathory. I think she, you know, there were, Elizabeth Bathory's also. Do you guys remember this? I don't. Joanna probably definitely doesn't remember this. But like, do you guys remember the McFarland you know, Todd McFarland line where it's like twisted fairy tales or some shit? You guys remember that? No. where it was like weird uh there weren't action figures they're like models you could set up you put on your shelf i had a couple i had a couple of uh i had two of drunk carpenter's things uh but there were they had they like did like uh they did like fred riding hood and they did like uh uh peter pumpkin eater and sh- weird shit like that but they did like uh vlad the impaler uh, then they came up with Elizabeth, Elizabeth Bathory. She was like in a bathtub with like virgin heads floating in, in, in the bloody uh, bathtub with like uh, a hook with a virgin hanging over each other, which was really gross. And just, dis- if you were like gross and disturbing, like I was a weird person. <laughs> back in-
5: <laughs> <Hot>. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Um, uh, I thought it was really cool. I find um, it attractive.
1: So, uh, um, <laughs> for, <you>. me- <laughs> for me, I always thought Elizabeth Bathory was a really, like, I love that idea. Uh, uh, recently Danzig put in a movie out called veronica and he tried to do that replicate that um and the final segment which she failed uh fascinatingly well in my opinion he did a great job failing it's a lot of fun uh but um yeah it was an interesting character an interesting legend and uh her husband was a general and and uh, the Italian people sort of, what I remember about the legend, the Italian people sort of found out what she did. And they, uh, when her husband came back, they put her on trial. And instead of killing her, they basically walled her up in a room of the castle and she died in that room.
7: She's Hungarian. So. And it's from the ah. 16th century. So 16th century stuff that was going on. Um, I feel like everyone was a little bit crazy.
5: Right. They right. all believed I mean, no, in like
7: bloodletting and all of that jazz and then at the same time all of your different humors that you had and he's also virgin let's cut his fucking
2: forehead. Correct.
7: (laughs) It was was very intense at that time. So I could see how they would believe in that, oh you're a virgin typically if you're a virgin well if you're a virgin at that time you are like twelve to thirteen. True. So you are young and you look beautiful at that time because you're married off at fourteen. And she killed a bunch of her maids. Yeah. Most so, of them are lucky. Correct. By it's time, like by they did the time. All you're 15,
3: you got no teeth.
7: Correct.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I, you've I, had four children. <laughs> Elizabeth Bathford was very young. <laughs>
1: she's very young. So she's like in her like late twenties probably I think. Yeah. Uh, so like,
3: uh, she's yeah, a this... bit of a Go ahead. bit Go of a bitch. Sure. She was a bit of a bitch. Yeah. yeah, she's a bit of a Yeah, a bit of a bitch. Yeah. An, yeah, yeah.
7: And she died very young. She died at like 50-something. Oh, 50.
1: I'm well, yeah. way off. Okay. But she's pretty and young. She, I mean, that, that gets very old for that era. For that time, she's, but she still, was, she was. Because she, yeah. she was a duchess. But, yeah. um, but yeah, I when I heard that, I I became immediately interested in this. I was like, oh, wow. So, like, this sort of crazy sort of related after genera- generation after generation and after generation, she's connected somehow to this bathroom. But I was confused on the vampire part because apparently, the bathroom didn't
2: drink blood; she just bathed well, I mean, in it. To they're jump. not technically vampires, but they are vampires later in the film. Like you know, you get the yeah. idea that's just rich people who like to drink young people. Like literally, it's the whole Hillary Clinton horse shit, fucking <laughs> like psychotic. They drink kids' blood. Like that's the whole plot at the beginning yeah. of it. But then later on, right. you find out that they are vampires and they bite people. Like. I don't know. I thought it was weird how they kind of played out differently at the end of the movie.
7: It was it was a very interesting plot. I really liked how they they farmed the. Oh, I the loved d-
2: it. Yeah, <laughs> it reminded it was me just of like, like Daybreakers and like the, the where they were already in control and how it's how they regulate kind of humans and you know their food source basically. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Stop. And, and they right they there.
7: said um, uh, one of the lines is said you're just like a cow or like that that cow over there and I'm like that's right. kind of rude. But understandably,
3: Sorry.
2: cows are much nicer.
3: Correct. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember what they called the place? No, go ahead. It was called a dairy. They called oh, it the yeah. dairy. Yeah. Oh, they're perfect. But they, and on? they call the people blood cows.
2: Blood cows, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a blood bag.
3: Stop. Stop. Yeah. It's hey, stock. Um, just, um, just out of interest, can I take it back for a second and um, oh, please. ask... Um, I was listening to your previous episode, and um, can I ask Joanna, because you seem like pretty well read, do you think um, Elizabeth Bathory had any um, sort of uh, inspiration in the vampire myth in, like, literature?
7: Oh, she could have. Um, I believe... I'd love to read something about it. I read... Uh, I got into, like, the kings and queens and stuff like that in um, England, obviously, because we don't have those. But um, into the – the what do you call it? It was the lovers and mistresses and – what do you call – I guess boys are lovers. Women are mistresses. <laughs> but
2: uh, – okay. um, like, <laughs> Funny listress. how that works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <know>.
7: But um, – <laughs> I, I read a mm-hmm. uh, bunch of stuff on that, and it's it's really interesting how it all goes. I could see that she got in, like she could be part of that lore, which is how they got yeah. to this movie here, where she's uh, yeah like she's, a vampire. The, the,
2: the main trick is the descendant of her, and Vlad and Pilar, and yeah. Like see, that. that's what I was. That's that's what I love too. The bringing because Vlad was the first, my person, obviously. You know, like the, him in Romania, in like I think it was like fourteen hundreds or, or thirteen hundred, something yeah. like that. Is kind of where. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's you know he fucking drank the blood of his enemies, so like, like right, right. That's right. kind of where that, that's where I always thought that came from. I'd never heard of of Elizabeth Bathory, so that makes it even more fascinating to me. That's why I like this movie even more because I'd never heard of it
7: before, heard of her kind of, before. It's kind of like uh, media now. You know, like media takes everything and they're just like, oh. There's four people who got sick from eating this cheese. Everyone's gonna die if you eat this cheese. It's the same type of thing of like, oh, this lady thought she could be younger by bathing in blood. Oh, she must be a vampire. Everybody's gay? Yeah, like everybody <laughs> panic. We're gonna have all these rumors and
5: right.
7: whatever coming around and it just gets blown out of proportion. Right. And that's how your vampire myth comes I, out. And I and could I could see that she totally is part of that, along she with. Is,
1: yes, she is, and that's why it always fascinated me because I, for some reason, uh, for for whatever reason, I am who I am. I am, and um, I love the idea of a duchess <laughs> killing virgins and, and bathing, bathing their blood. in their blood. Yeah. It's, a, it's a fascinating idea and a fascinating story. <laughs> so, like, I just like that. It's so yeah, it's, the like, morbid <laughs>
3: curiosity. Yeah, 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 like,
1: yeah. Right. yeah. It's very cool. It's very cool, and I think McFarlane sort of, uh, he sort of uh, when, when he came up with that figure, I was always obsessed with it, that image, and um, and if he, if you guys want to, please do look up the McFarland, you know, to, uh, the Todd McFarlane, Elizabeth uh, Battery figure. Please do. It's it's really cool. Uh, I never had it, but I always wanted it, and but like I was like, oh, what is what is this? And when he when he did that. There's a lot of figures he like with Vlad the the impaler as well. Um, besides the figure, I was also already pretty obsessed because of um of uh Bram Stoker's Dracula, Francis Ford Coppola's movie, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. But, like the whole image of like people being, you know, heads being put on spikes and people crucified upside down and all that stuff. And but I, I always thought that stuff was really interesting to me. And the fact that this kind of has a, a real lore to it. And it's not like, you know, um, it's just not it's not vampires really. They put fake teeth in to suck people's blood, which I thought was really interesting. I like and it's that. like a whole like almost like a Christianing thing, like when you go to like mass or like get a baptized,
7: yeah. yeah, it's very bad get
1: bab- like when they when when they go get when they have this whole christening thing, or whatever it is, it's almost like getting baptized in water. But like you're 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 taking instead of being taken up to a tank in a but very in water blood. church, you're like you're gonna put big teeth in, then they're gonna alcohol alcohol swab your neck and they'll drink your blood instead. Blood in, blood out,
3: motherfucker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Where's Edward James almost when you need them? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god, I just um. I just remembered something. Um, talking about um, Elizabeth Battery. there's a scene where she has. They're trying to. Um, we're, we're jumping forward a bit, but I guess um, we, we don't have to run, go through the whole. No, nah,
2: we're, we're just jumping around, buddy.
3: But um, so this um, this group they call them the Brotherhood. Yeah. They're um, all descendants of like aristocratic. <laughs> bloodlines and all that and Jerry coming Lama, from elizabeth's battery
1: the alice crowley is also a part of this too which is really cool
3: really yeah. i missed that one yeah but um
1: okay. oh no no so, that's the next that's the next movie i'm sorry,
3: I'm I was sorry. Like, what <laughs> <laughs> anyway dame what were you saying <laughs> right, dame, so pa- part of uh, they're trying to turn um this um sort of the first i guess on in um the main character uh the girl um Dude, Kate I she, think was her character name? yeah Kate, yeah okay, yeah. okay.
1: Name, and like, she had name, like a hundred times
3: in the movie yeah yeah oh yeah. I was, I was... <laughs> anyway so she was, <laughs> she was um going through this conditioning process and um they gave her a shower in blood remember yeah, oh, yeah. so as part of it they're trying to switch on the thirst <clears> uh, <throat> which is you know drinking people's blood but it it was done in a different uh a different sort of more i guess it's a little bit more realistic sort of portrayal of vampires where they don't actually have the uh canines they put right uh, some metal ones into their mouth just to break the skin That yeah. sort of thing. and you
2: know and i guess that's how they kind of achieve this long lasting life or whatever it's like a um, but, but it's still different or- from the act-
3: it's like a retainer
1: or some shit you put in your mouth Clip it into your gums or whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: The old uh, Vampire retainer <laughs>
1: <laughs> Name of the episode
2: Vampire retainer
3: <laughs> Alright
2: um, um, I'm, I'm, Also I, I really fucking I, I have to talk on how great the main actress was Um. Chant- Chantal I love uh, C- Contori I think is how you pronounce her name She was fucking yeah. fantastic in this yeah. movie She's fantastic
7: and not yeah. to make it banal or anything, but her hair, the entire Fantastic. time, looked great. Like, I don't know. If I'm a well, panicked she's, she's, person, she's... I'm going to look <laughs> like a hot man. Panicked. Yeah. <laughs> you
1: know, another interesting part, too, the actor, you know, we, have, we have Henry Silva in this movie. And Henry Silva is, I think in he everything. says like maybe like, I don't even know, like maybe three lines the entire movie. They're very short. But he's and in he's a very, lot of
5: scenes. Yeah, and
1: he's very subdued. This is not the wild Henry Silva. I've seen a lot of Italian exploitation flicks. He's so subdued in this movie, which is which is fun to see. But he's always get that fucking wild smile oh. in every scene. He's like he's this fucking crazy. Like oh yes, please, <laughs> you know. Um, I found him quite beautiful. <clears throat> oh yeah, he's, he's great in a creepy way. Um, <laughs> He a prostitute, but it, he's. Getting it. it also has uh, David uh, uh, David Hemmings in it too, and David Hemmings, who's the his doctor. Oh, I forget his name. In the movie, but he's 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 a guy that helps out uh, Kate later on. but Dr. he's the guy Foster. Fo- yeah, all right, Doctor Parker Fraser. Fraser, Fraser, that's,
7: that's what it is.
1: It. But he's in. If you guys have ever seen Deep Red, he's the main character in Deep Red uh the guy who at a bard he's kind of this, uh he's about to go back to his apartment and he goes into the uh the diner and he hears like a murder happen. And it's his friend and he's trying to it's a dario agento flick and it's an awesome fucking movie with a medium fuck it, it's please if you guys haven't seen fucking deep bread please go see be bread That goes for all you guys well joanna has seen it, she probably doesn't remember it i but, don't remember um but yeah uh or Profondo Rosso, whatever you want to call it. It's the Italian version, but like, yeah, he's, he's a great, he's a great it's actor. It's been so long
2: since I've seen those. I'll have to check it out though.
1: Uh, interesting. Also interesting is I, that, uh, yep. uh, we have two car- we have two actors who played in Gladiator, the, the Russell Crowe flick. Um, really? yeah, we have, we have David Hemmings who played Cassius in Gladiator uh. and we have, um, we have, uh, 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 oh God. What's his, what's his name? Mike? I can't remember. His well, name. in the next
2: movie, Oliver Reed plays. <laughs> yeah, Oliver, plays. Reed's also,
1: Oliver Reed's also the guy who releases Maximus because he takes him in as a slave. So he's like folks, his
2: yeah. owner or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's the trainer or whatever.
1: Ended yeah. Was, fighting. Slate Oliver Reed
2: trainer. died before that movie was even finished filming, too.
1: I know. It's um, the last movie, but like, uh, it's funny that I thought it was interesting that we both have two actors that were in Gladiator. Uh, and, are you talking
3: about um, Maximus? I'm sorry? Was you talking about Max Phipps? Max Phipps? Was that the name you're trying to remember?
2: Oh, the character's name? I have no idea, man. I have to fucking look it up.
3: No, no, no. Uh, uh,
1: David Hemmings.
7: And then who's the uh, other one? You said there was the David Hemmings
1: and Oliver Reed both played oh. in Gladiator together, which I thought was interesting. Oh, okay. It was a Scott flick with Russell Crowe and. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Martin. I remember. Uh, but I thought it was interesting they were both in that
3: movie together. So. Yeah. Hey, while we're on it, can we talk about the actors a little bit? Yes, sure. Yeah, sure. um, it was good to see Max Phipps. Um, he was in, um, which one was he? He was like the creepy sort of older vampire, he was Mr. Um, Hodge
2: or whatever. He, yeah,
3: he was in um Road Warrior,
1: True. True. yes, and, um. He's a toady, man. He's like, give me the boomerang, man. <laughs> <And> catches it,
3: his <laughs> <it's> fingers off. <laughs> um, he's also in the cars that ate Paris played a pretty good role in that,
1: yeah, which is Have awesome. He also line? recommended to me, yeah,
3: yeah. That's a sort of uh slightly inspirational inspirational to uh Mad Max, and uh, right. I've seen him. Oh, I don't know if I should recommend this movie, but I've seen one of the most violent <laughs> movies, an Australian movie recently, um, one of the most violent sort of – it's really depressing movies about um, uh, abusive prison guards, and he was in that, and it's called Stir. And I'm um it's also, got, it's also got Brian Brown.
1: Nathan
3: yeah uh yeah around that time sometime no and idea. um he um in it it's like it really shows what it would be like to to be um in you know in a really abusive system like if you imagine getting uh beaten with uh by about five coppers with um you know those little batons that are about a foot long oh
2: yeah right uh, right very American Some
3: they just get them and they just hit them like 200 times with these fucking yeah, batons and
1: yeah, Brian yeah, Brown's
3: awesome. he's, he's, Brian Brown's got that face, but You always remember that face of Brian Brown. Yeah. It was a good movie, but very depressing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, and also noticed um, the guy. Do you, since we're doing uh, have you guys seen Patrick? I'm sorry. Have I've, you I... heard of a movie called Patrick? No, we haven't. haven't. Oh, that's a that's another good one to recommend to you guys, and um, to the uh, listeners because. Uh that's an Osploitation classic. Um, the actor from that is in it. And um I noticed like a lot of these actors I were call I was giving them names in my head, like, because they look like other people. Here's a guy sort of looks a bit like um oh, what's his name? David Patrick Kelly. Uh he didn't have that <laughs> many lines, didn't it? But um he he plays this guy um that's in a coma. It's like a crazy. Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. yeah. So the movie is called Patrick, but uh, it's worth watching. He's he's in a coma, but he's sort of got ESP abilities. Yeah.
1: You should definitely watch it. It's awesome. Patrick is great. Yeah. It's like the, the, the nurse. There's a nurse that comes in. He like, he fucks around with like, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, yeah. It's a, There's a shitty sequel than the 2000, but Patrick is a cool movie. It's really good. Yeah, man.
3: I love I it, Dane. Insane. Dane, we
1: got we get to talk about Patrick in the sequel one day on the other podcast, man. Fuck. Let's do it.
3: Yeah. It's got one of the best jump scares of all time as well, in Patrick. Then the I can't watch it. They're
1: one of the best posters, <laughs> too. I think that poster's awesome. It looks like scanners almost, but a dude in the bed.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got that um, frown. He's got a mad sort of intense eyes and a frown. So That guy was in this movie. But that doctor, I thought it, at first I thought it was um, Rick male Did you guys think that?
2: That dude, I I know that name. I got that
3: I can't it's, um, picture the face.
2: Dead, dead
3: Fred. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Looks like, he looks like an old Rick male Anyway, I can definitely see it.
7: The one character that uh, gave me the creeps was um, Grouse. No, um, it was the other guy. The one who's trying to like, put the moves on Kate the whole time.
2: The Ga- Dr. Gauss guy?
7: Yeah, I don't remember his no, name. No, no, not he's... Silva.
2: That's Henry Silva. Yeah, uh, that's Henry
7: Silva. The other one, the one who's just like... Oh, yeah, if she says yes to being the duchess of the
2: brotherhood or whatever. I'll be getting that for show Correct. <laughs> like, this and whole idea behind it. it.
7: The whole time, like, his face the entire time just gave me the, like, heebie-jeebies. I was just like, I'm creeped out by you. I don't like you. <laughs> I need you to die.
2: Right, I completely agree. And then you got the weird where, like, they, they're, they're bringing people in to look at. The farm, and it's like yeah. you know, it's like this, like just kind of zoo type experience <laughs> where they're yes. walking through the room, and, like that. That shit just kind of blew my mind. So it's what made me kind of like the movie a hell of a lot more the the whole farming aspect of it, and they're acting like this is just you know this is this how it's gonna be. It's gonna be fine, <laughs> and it's just so nonchalant, creepy as fuck. It is. It's so good though. Well, I agree. I, this movie definitely. Sing. Oh, go ahead, Mike. No, it was just, uh, this movie was definitely. I enjoyed this movie far better than I expected to because I didn't really know anything about it based off reading the the um, synopsis and then watching it. Like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. You got blood milk
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> everywhere, everywhere.
1: Um, so I wanted to mention this. Uh, you know, we talked about we talked about the uh, the score and um, and sort of the, the really interesting sort of synopsis and plot of the movie uh one of the biggest things i think that this movie has is cinematography wise this movie's beautiful man beautiful. this thing looked great like the way it's also edited super well there's some great edits in this movie um especially with like kate trans- uh, transporting sort of or transitioning from like young kate to old kate or Kate walking to the spiral staircase, and I, as she goes up, she's young Kate again, or she's young I Kate. Yeah, it's all that's cool. Um, I like. My
2: only complaint on on that part was like, even though I loved this movie, it it felt really fucking slow for a movie that was only an hour and a half long. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? Slow, like yeah. that was that was my that was my only complaint with the movie.
7: Yeah,
1: that's mine too. My only my only problem is that it's just. General problem. We only complaint, I guess. It's not
2: um, like I hate saying that because some some other people may find the pacing perfect. You know what I mean. For sure. me, though, it just felt like off.
7: Yeah, like it wasn't I, it wasn't sorry. too slow that it like made me feel like I should jump on Instagram or do something else. It felt like but it I was like, a, two like and a half
2: hour movie, but yeah, it was only an hour and a half long. Yeah, it
7: felt pretty long, but it was it was still good. I really enjoyed this
2: movie. Me too. Uh, yeah. I loved it way more than I expected. Thank you so much,
1: Dane. <laughs> it also reminded me of a little bit of like uh, Logan's uh, Logan's Run, with the whole like um, uh, the cattle, sort of the people that are set up to to be uh, you know I don't know harvested for blood. Uh, in a way where, like, um, there there might be so, like, the way they're dressed and sort of how they sort of walk around, even though the people in Paradise and Logan's Runner are way more happy because they may, maybe one day look at well, the I mean, prize, they all know they're
2: dying please. at 30, yeah least
1: like this. It, it kind of feels like like uh, it's a more depressing, <laughs> a more depressing version of Logan Run because they these people all know what they're going through
2: and what. Well, it seems like they're drugged happened. too. I always get that vibe in this movie that they're like yeah. they didn't like they seem out of it and disconnected from like it feels like something was going on there.
7: Well, when they first take take, uh, Kate by the pool and they're, like, showing her and she's like, who are these people? They're like, oh, you know, they they live here and look how happy they are. And I was like, this is where you run because these people look so unhappy to be at a pool. (laughs) Like, they're sitting in their swimsuits just sitting and staring into space and I was like... No one here looks happy at all. I don't want to live here.
2: <laughs> or like the old dude getting the blood sucked out of his neck and the the Correct. The, the girl just hits the the nurse lady. She just <laughs> smiles and looks at the poor bastard still getting his blood sucked out of his neck like. Calls her a moral bitch. You a moral bitch. <laughs> it's just I it, it, I love that level of insanity. You know, oh, she's geez. like she's like the nurse from One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest like on LSD <laughs> and like PCP yeah. mixed together. <laughs>
7: Mrs. Barker creeps me out. Yeah, she's Her a smile beard. the whole time where she's like, okay, we're going to do this now. And she's got that big, wide smile. And you're like, this woman is fucked in the head. Like, I don't even know. She's insane. Yeah.
3: funny you mention uh, One for Cooker's nest because I thought she reminded me of Nurse Ratchet a bit. That's exactly yeah. what I meant. Like,
2: exactly
3: what I meant. But way yeah. more we sadistic.
2: <laughs> Which yeah. is a hard fucking Even thing worse. to top, yeah. <laughs> but, um, especially if you read I the book.
3: Thinking, I kept thinking there was going to be a, a a scene like where they they find something in the water, like um like a drug, because <clears> <throat> they were so <throat> gocile, all, all those blood cows, you right. know. Ah, I you mean, that yeah. Been, yeah. It, it, I thought, um, did you? I thought this movie, like, you know, with every sort of like vampire or werewolf thing they, they have a sort of um, some metaphors and s- s- symbolism um, I thought it sort of played on the creepiness of rich people a little yes. bit yes absolutely yeah. and- Secret societies. Um, I mean, the guy says it's like no, the it's, last
2: er, 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 you know, aristocratic way. Is this fucking yeah, drinking right. blood. They're <laughs> like
7: aristocrats, geez. and they think they're better, so they should be have. They should be have. They should have, um, like the well, superpower and the youngness right. and all of that jazz. Whereas yeah. the people who are the blood cows don't deserve any of that. They just deserve to be drained like uh, if you're the working person and you deserve to be drained
2: It's a, a literal representation of america <laughs> right now like, oh, literal. Right. Yeah. I mean, in most drained, countries so in that... general the one percent run everything and yep. it's based off the blood of all of us
3: right yeah uh, blood sweat and tears like a uh, bit of light oh you want health fuck you
2: <laughs> this, <laughs> this is America, a, pay
1: for it, there's it like bitch post, There's like a post that uh, I put out tonight with like Emperor Palpatine and the subtitle says like would you like to donate to the poor and he says we are the poor Yeah, like, <laughs> we are poor man, we're broke as fuck uh, but um, I, even, we go back to, to the rich elite and the fact that the rich elite would be like uh, we'll edit it in post like they'll go pick up some woman, kidnap her be like no, no, no. She, she'll figure it out eventually. We'll, we'll we'll torture her enough and 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 hurt her enough and torment uh, uh, torment her enough where she'll figure it out. And if she doesn't figure it out, we'll fix it. We'll we'll fix everything.
7: We'll just try
2: some and just more and make her everything. feel insane.
1: Because we have the
7: power, we'll just fix
1: it. So yeah. no big deal. We can just we yeah, can just... pull yourself
2: up by your own bootstraps. Right. We'll just yeah. we'll just, just pull... work harder. Everything will be fun. Exactly.
1: Yeah. We we'll just pull some someone from her life, and we'll and she has some sort of legacy, and maybe she doesn't want to be part of that legacy. And uh, once you get her into the the compound, she still doesn't want to be part of that legacy. And then once she finds out that uh, maybe I can just do this, so you, maybe you'll let me. Live an easier life, she still doesn't love it because they put her back in society and she still doesn't like it. And she goes off the rails. I mean, it's like anybody. If you give somebody fucking 10 grand and they're they're broke as fuck working at, working at McDonald's or some shit like that, mm-hmm. and you give them 10 grand, uh, it'll be gone. In two I'm going to spend a shit ton of money by a bunch of stupid shit. And I'm fucked again. Here, I'm right back. In the now sport. you give someone
2: a million
7: dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> well, a different yeah. game. <clears throat> it takes them a little longer to spend it all. It's fine.
1: But yes, I, I agree with Dane. I, I think it's um it definitely um, it definitely hits that that splice of life for sure. And uh, yeah, I think it's great I agree. for
7: sure. How do you guys feel about Derek? Well,
2: um, which one is that? Oh, Derek He's, he's the, the boyfriend. boyfriend. The boyfriend. Oh well he's a fucking idiot. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> yes, <he is>. dipshit. <laughs> How do you feel uh, about
7: that like um crazy scene where they like made the creepy dude Derek? You know the the yeah. lake scene.
2: Oh yeah, That was right.
1: No, was... I just didn't understand why she like like women from the late '80s love to suck on mustaches. Like it's because her lips <laughs> over the mustache.
7: Thomas bro. Thomas Selleck
2: started a trend.
7: <laughs> magnum bitch. That mustache is attractive. My mustache, like so, I said, yeah. Jesus Christ. Your mustache doesn't look like that, but I am pro facial hair. Some people should not have mustaches, though. Derek. Prostache. Yeah. stash. A,
1: yes, <laughs> <Derek's> Pro stash. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, Derek's
3: a tool. The hands the and he a tool. So
7: Oh, the handlebar right. definitely Dane. <laughs>
3: yeah. We call that in Australia. We call them yuppies. Like you know, like the the middle class. <laughs> they, they like to play tennis in little tight shorts. They like you know go on a holidays in their beach house and they're an architect i love
2: uh,
3: it (laughs) loving their
2: hedge fund hedge fund
3: babies yeah
2: Yeah. Yeah,
7: it all works for america too
2: (laughs) out here yeah out here they're all clean seven and wear boots for for whatever fucking reason (laughs) (laughs) tucker carlson i'm looking at you you fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs)
3: um, you know that scene where, where they're they're by the lake and it's um She's sort of uh, hallucinating all these different scenarios. Right. Um, that was probably my favorite part of the movie. Oh, dude, so That was really singing. well done. Uh, it was like, so it was, in, plot wise, it's a bit uh, confusing because. Um, you some chicken and I eat some blood. To, <laughs> it's
2: like the yeah, f- sorry.
3: They, they're conditioning her to, to get the taste, I guess, of, of blood to, to get the thirst. But basically, and they take her through. It's all through like um. It was really cool. It's a sort of nightmare logic, uh, dream logic, where you know she's in one scene, she's in bed, she's a little girl, she turns over, she's she's an adult again. Um, right. But and it, and it's all these uh, different scenarios um, throw in different horror tropes and. Um, it seemed like they just threw her in a in a fucking horror movie, and they were like, "We're just gonna keep terrorizing you until you like blood, bitch." Yeah, like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, and then they and like she acted that. it well. She, she she does a great job acting wise. Holy I mean, shit.
3: See Again,
2: it's 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 like
1: you know, growing up. It's like you know, if <laughs> is it the acting
2: or is it just reacting?
5: <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's a good point. It's, almost, it's but again, it's kind of what you said before, Dan. It's this sort of like. Society Sort of pushing you towards something that you Maybe you don't really want Like you know the fact that like um, You know if you grew up poor or grew up middle class Like they, your parents will always tell you like You know uh, uh, Maybe be a doctor or be, you know, be a lawyer or some shit. You don't want to be there. I want to be a comic book artist. I want to write, or I want to write some fucking novellas, some horror sci-fi novellas, or some shit like that. Maybe I want to struggle a little bit. The, the fact these people push her so hard all the fucking time. And the fact that at the end of this movie, she still doesn't like it. <laughs> you know, it's just like, there's no, it, it's, it's, it's very interesting to play on society here. Uh, yeah. and, and they use vamp, vampirism and blood and all the of thirst. that, and even like milk, like the milk, thirst of greed. Yeah, it's like milk is generic. All the people that were there, you know, that work in that place, they're all, they all wear the same fucking clothes. All the guys outside with the same fucking clothes. The people that are blood fucking sacks, With the same fucking clothes, do the same fucking thing every day. Even if they're in quote unquote paradise, <laughs> they're all the same and. You know, it's just like, it's, it's
2: sad. (laughs) It's very sad, you know? It's just like, you know, it's kind of how... I, I really loved how it was juxtaposed with this kind of... How it was done in this movie? The, it, this movie surprised me how much I liked it. You know, like, yeah. like, oh me too, me too. I, I, I was blown away by it all, like in so many different ways, man. Well, how about how about the the clinicalness
1: of it all of it too? Like it, everything's clinical. It's like like it's like a boardroom. Like okay, what we we follow her on, on security cams. We've done research on her since she was 11 years old. She's here now. We know her history. We know she's related to Elizabeth Bathory. And like 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 okay, it's fine if you get upset, uh, and if you get upset. That's okay, we understand it. Now you actually ex- explaining to me, ensuring that you're upset, and tomorrow you'll know now that you are upset. Now we can we can actually talk about this in a conversation. It's it's very interesting. I've never seen a movie like this in my entire life. I have never it's seen so it. Especially not dealing with a subject like this, no doubt. It's it's so interesting to me how clinical this movie is and how how well they portray it beside it, it on top of like the cinematography and the acting and the way the movie looks like it is, it's, it's very, it's very sneaky in a way. Like it really gets under your skin. Like, like, Oh, I'm, uh you know, you read the synopsis and people can, or I think better yet, you can look at the poster. Like the poster reads more like a goofy, like sixties vampire flick, but you watch the movie and it's way smarter for a guy who wrote an episode of a, of a show in Australia and wrote this movie and did nothing else, it's a very smart fucking movie. I was very surprised by it. Sure,
2: and you know, and that's not to to mean like sometimes you only get one shot and we got to get that story out. That's good, <laughs> you right. Know? Right. right? But you know, I, I to, to me, my my favorite part about this is honestly the main character's acting. Like this girl is incredible throughout this entire film. Like, I agree. Just it blows me away with the kind of because. Honestly, you know, it's it's like you said, it's it's so incredibly well written at the same time, but it's also kind of nonsensical mm-hmm. at times. Like, right, I kind of right. get lost and really like, what the fuck, you know? Like, all of a sudden, I'm showering in blood, you know, or just water, but now right. it's blood. Like, like the,
1: the room it, it, is the but room, I is, love- room is crumbling, and books are falling off the wall. Is crumbling as I move across the wall. Sure. Something is breaking through the doors. Which I always thought was like her crumbling of a like mentality and like. her. And see, I agree. In. I think it's
7: more that, of a mental yeah. kind of
3: aspect to that.
7: What right. yeah, that, was, that. was my favorite scene.
3: That's it's crazy. T- uh, you guys have seen a lot more into it than um, I did. Uh, it's um, it's really interesting to me, like listening to you guys, because you know you all see, you all take away different things from it, and um, absolutely, really, I'm really. Um, I'm really happy to hear that you guys enjoyed it a lot. I, you know, I I, I like really it, liked it. Movie. I didn't I don't think I loved it as much as you guys, but um cuz there was some stuff in there where um at the time a lot of things at the time it would have been pretty shocking where um and it's a little bit more tame these days, you know what I mean? Like oh, of course where, yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't,
1: I don't love it. But yeah. in 79, yeah, that's yeah, like, that's got to be Australia's,
2: like, psycho, a shower in blood, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. At least the in 79. Is, the
1: fact that we came out in 1979, we have, have quote-unquote vampires using fake teeth. That's pretty revolutionary, in my opinion. In the vampire
2: department, like, that's pretty different. I've never seen it yeah. like that before. An original. So. Well, and I almost don't even want to call this film a vampire movie because, okay. like, it feels like it kind of flirts... Floats back and forth between it. But I love that. That's, that's why it makes me love it as a vampire film, because you can't really classify it that way. Right. And that's kind of my favorite part about it.
1: I think so. I well for me too. I think that's why that's why I like it so much because you can't classify it in that way. It's like, it's almost like a social sort of like uh, a, a social com- like a not social. Well, it's a social commentary, of course, but it's a social like experiment. Yeah. Like they basically take yeah. this person. We we have no idea whether or not this woman Kate is actually from the bloodlines of Elizabeth Bathory because Elizabeth Bathory could not <laughs> be a quote unquote uh uh uh, uh 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 legend, right? So we have no ideas actually, if, if, they, if they believe it and not really looked into it, and it's just crazy fucking people drinking fucking people's blood, we have no idea, which makes it even more interesting that a fucking group of people yeah. on an island are got donors. For <laughs> sure. Blood. It's fucking they're insane. All nuts. It's awesome. They're all nuts. <laughs> that's
3: good, it's Australian. That's good Australia yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's even better.
3: Yeah, man. I, and, I uh,
1: say, that, that that room though, that, that room scene with 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 Kate with all that shit's happening, that is a that room is such a well created room. The way that the special effects work in that room are incredible. And you see Kate, if you really care to like look at her face and see her reactions, you can see like a person like going through like a loss. Like thinking, oh, yeah. I've lost something, like she's like she's questioning it, but also terrified, but sort of like also like Maybe or, you know,
2: recognition of them. everything you thought was normal is not. Right. <laughs> and you're part right. of this right. Right. fucking that was, that crazy was like conspiracy. the
7: scene of the whole movie was just watching her in that room be, like, terrified.
8: Right. And right. It, yeah.
7: it made me just think of, like, everything that's crumbling in your life and all you're thinking about is I'm, I'm just standing here. Is it just me? Is everything really crumbling or is it just me being over overdramatic? Right. And I'm, like yes. Is it's this so, real or what? So, mental health for 1979 when mental health was not really a major thing.
1: And the great part is, it was so good. They zoom out with a security camera. It was, it just wasn't talking. They're watching it on a security camera and it's like all all fabricated. It's like, holy shit.
7: That they're doing this to her to make her mentally break. Yeah. It was just, I was like, I hope that's not happening in life.
1: Come on and give it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. But yeah, this is a great pick, uh, Dame, and like it's got a lot of it, it's deep. It's a deep flick, dude.
3: Yeah, and uh, can I just say um, one of the re- one of the reasons I like to sort of pick this this kind of movie, Ozploitation, um, is uh, not so much just because I'm an Aussie, uh, because for a long time these sorts of movies were hard to find. Um, oh, I, no. like I'm mean, I'm discovering them for the first time as well. You know and um there's some some good stuff out there um but it's good to, with these days you know with streaming now you, and the internet you can actually find these movies and um like you know i can recommend patrick to the listeners that's that's yeah. great um but um the thing and- is though i, I saw
5: patrick when, i saw patrick
3: when i was a
1: teenager that's the thing like, you have to really you gotta search for things, and then, you know, dude. really care about them. Him, You'll I'm, find. I'm glad you brought it up. <clears throat> yeah, I'm glad you brought it up too, Dane. But like, if you if you listen to like, you know, for me and Dane, we listened to kind of the same podcast back in the day. You know, if you listen to horror podcasts. Patrick got brought up several times. He's like, "Oh, right, I gotta find Patrick," and I luckily got, I luckily found Patrick at right. a fucking Video Paradise or a, a a Hollywood Video, and I found it. And I was like, "Oh shit, here's that movie." And I watched it. If you really care to go find it, you will find it um, if you care enough for it. I mean, now, I think Patrick's on DVD now, special edition now. You can pick up. But, yeah. like, we get fucking Tammy the T-Rex now on a fucking 4K Blu-ray. So, you know I mean. You got to be kidding I, me.
2: Wow. And I can't get a fucking T2 fucking Blu-ray. <laughs> or 4K, I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> You'll never get it. It'll never happen. Or True Lies. Fuck you, Cameron. It won't happen. Or The Abyss. Fuck you, Cameron. <laughs> Cameron. man, it's all Cameron. Sorry, sorry.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm I can't get fucking Avatar two until I'm fifty-three. 50 Christ, he's he's it. not going to get it until he's eighty-three. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm starting to come around to your point of view, Jeremy. You don't know fucking Avatar two, brother. You're okay. <laughs> uh,
1: but this, this this is a great flick. I was surprised by it. It looks incredible. Amazon Prime has this thing. It is a it's beautiful. I mean, I know it's not yeah, it's, it's, a great it's the highest definition, but like this thing looks fantastic. I mean, the Australian yeah. landscape looks beautiful. We have our main character, Kate. Uh, she's sometimes Australian, sometimes American. She's a Greek actor, a Greek, a Greek uh person. <laughs> um, but she's beautiful and she's fun to watch, and she reminds me of a different actress, too. But um, you got got Henry Silva in there and he's very subdued. But like this is a fantastic the fact that this movie looks like it's a it's a hundred million it's like it's a fifty million dollar movie. It looks so good. Like all the the way a camera moves, the way it's edited, um you know, I'm talking about like fifty million dollars from like in, in 1979
2: well, <laughs> i'd say five million dollars in 1979 <laughs> okay because <sure, laughs> that's whatever. a shitload of money <laughs> yeah, then <laughs> yeah. it just looks amazing
1: like the way it's edited the way it's filmed the cinematography, it's cinematography all about it looks amazing like the, that that whole like um christening scene reminded me of a lot of like ninth the ninth gate the roman Plansky movie, which i love it's probably my one of my favorite movies of all time with johnny depp uh, but um, it, it, all that stuff looks really amazing. And uh, Dane, I wouldn't have never fucking watched. I've only seen the, ja- the the Japanese Thirst from like 2012. Nine.
2: 2009.
1: 2009. Okay, yeah. Which is a great flick. Uh, but um, this was an awesome fucking movie, dude. Uh, and thank you so much for fucking bringing it up, brother. Absolutely.
3: No worries. And can I just say it's on Tubi in a really good uh, oh. HD copy as well. Badass.
2: Nice,
3: nice, nice, nice.
1: Yeah, I fucking, I mean, yeah, I, I enjoyed really right. it. what's Don't now what go, is go my... to YouTube. though. Dane's right. It's not on YouTube anymore. Because I went to go watch it on YouTube today. It's gone. So go to go to Tubi yeah. or go to Amazon Prime. It's there. Let's move on <laughs> to spasms. <laughs> <laughs> um, I see him. It's
5: changing.
8: He's blue. He's blue. He's He's bursting,
4: bursting An experiment in telepathy leads scientists to a primitive Pacific island, where a new source of evil is discovered, captured, and transported to the civilized world. Hey, what are you doing? I know what I'm doing. The begins. The evil stalks. The sparks, the spasm, you scream. You explode. out of control is a
1: movie that i found on, I on instagram and they uh it was a it was a, a '80s, uh, '80s cult classic channel or whatever and uh i saw the trailer for it and i was like oh shit this looks amazing so yeah spassins from 1983 uh, so Which, gi- I'm
2: still blown away that Peter Fonda and fucking Oliver Reed are in this movie. <laughs> Agreed. It <laughs> still baffles me. I
1: think, I think Peter Fonda is even in his grave. is still baffled. He was in this movie, but
2: I disagree. Uh, Peter Fonda was in a bunch of crazy fucking movies. back. In yeah, the day, but
1: he didn't but... seem to be excited or interested at all to be in this movie with a gigantic snake. But anyways, uh, a enough. gigantic serpent is captured on a remote Island and shipped to an American college for experimentation a British millionaire and an American scientist find themselves in a hot spot pursuit of... Oh, continue. <laughs> um, see, pursuit of the beast when he escapes from captivity and starts to kill innocent people. There's the synopsis. I had to continue to the next page. So, um, But yeah, uh, this movie, I want to first start off and say that there's a... So a it's a serpent- big
2: fucking snake, basically. <laughs> right. But
1: I want to first off and say the serpent theme is done by fucking Tangerine Dream. Uh, Tangerine Dream did this, uh, this score for Legend, the American version of Legend. Uh, Tangerine did Tangerine Dream did uh, To Live and Die in L.A. Uh, Tangerine Dream's awesome. It's a, they're a great band. did a lot of awesome scores. And uh, we also have uh, Dick Smith did the makeup effects in this movie. And which they, are great, which are fantastic, amazing. Uh, Dick Smith is the man. <laughs> Dick Smith is is a, a, a great makeup artist, uh, and I want to just I want to just talk about a couple of movies that Dick Smith has done, just so if there's some younger viewers, some people, or even the viewers just listening, viewers, wow, listeners that are listening to the show. Can go out and find, you know, learn more about Dick Smith. I think Dick Smith is an amazing, amazing person. He's passed away sadly a couple years ago, but like um the fact that this man worked on spasms <laughs> is incredible to me. Uh but uh yeah, I wanted to mention a couple of those uh things that he did. So right. I will mention that the Exorcist was the first thing. Exorcist he did uh uh not the first thing he did, but it was the big the big, big thing. That's where he made uh uh Max von look like he was like Thirty years older, and I always thought that Max von Sydow was always sixty years old, even when I was a kid. But you grew wait, up. Wait, what movie? In The Exorcist. Oh,
2: oh, oh! Yeah, got you, Max von Fuck. Yeah. You. Oh, sit out, dude. That yeah. guy's fucking. Yeah. yeah, got you. Yeah, but, Matt,
1: but Max von Sydow at that in that movie he was he's only forty four. And then the fact is, he, he looked sixty years old to me when I watched that movie when I was a kid. Even as I got older, I was like, oh, an "Old man, dude." That's how I was... always
2: felt about McGonagall from Fuck, you know, and seeing her in Hook as you know, as <laughs> Wendy. It's like, oh my god, she's like ninety years old. Then I, I right. see her fucking thirty years, twenty years later in all the Harry Potter movies. <laughs>
1: right, crazy. Um, he did. He did the Godfather makeup uh, for Marlon Brando. He did Godfather makeup and Godfather Part Two. He did the Stepford Wives. He Did Marathon Man? The Sentinel came back for the Exorcist Two. He did uh, the Deer Hunter, Altered States, Scanners, Night Hawks, which is an awesome movie with uh, Stallone. I think Roger Harris in it too, and Billy D. Williams. Cool movie. Um, the ghost Story, The Hunger. Uh, he did spasms, and then he did Amadeus after this movie, <laughs> Damn. Uh, wow. which is F. Marie Abraham and the old. Man Makeup is amazing. Uh, Starman, Carpenter flick, Poltergeist 3, uh, Tell Us from the Dark Side, the movie that we will all talk about eventually, Um, Death Becomes Her Forever Young, and the last movie he did was House on Haunted Hill from 1999. Oof. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but um, um, special effects I still think
2: it's hilarious so. that he went from spasms to a, a, a literally an Academy Award nominated movie with Amadeus <laughs> right after that. That's crazy. That's awesome.
1: I think he also did Little Big Man, uh, Little Big Man, which is also Academy Award winning as well. So with Dustin uh, Hoffman as an old man. Uh, oh, I never heard of that. Yeah, Little Big Man. Is check it out. Cool. It's a really good movie. Uh, but uh, he died at ninety two, two thousand fourteen. But uh, he's a great special effects artist. But it's interesting to me we have a, we have this classic master of special effects well, make of effects and we have Tangerine Dream which I, for me are like the master of the score a uh, really great score and uh we have the we have the for spasms about a man who is right. bit by a hell snake <laughs> who has psychic powers Got my snake hell. and <laughs> he, gets, he sees the visions of almost all. Uh, Jonah mentioned it today. Almost all of fucking Voldemort from Harry Potter or some shit like that. And
2: uh, it's incredible. I think the movie's a lot of fun. It's a fun movie. Uh, yeah, I had a great time watching. And first of all. Once I got over the fact that Peter Fonda and Oliver Reed were in it, I was like, well, this is going to be so much stupid, retarded fun that I am all on board for. And frankly, it's Oliver Reed's acting that that over the top, like, having the Caesars and shit freaking I loved every second of that, man. It was hilarious to me. It was so over
7: the top.
2: I like, loved it. I love that campy oh. shit. <laughs> it was I, great. I, I,
7: will, I will say,
1: though, the fa- the, know, you say that, and I, I, and I agree with you, but I will say that Oliver Reed's still the best actor in this entire movie.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, but I mean, what? where's that bar start at, man? <laughs> uh, know, the bar know. starts
1: at the bar starts at fucking Peter Fonda, who's just like, well, oh, listen, I'm just like a psychiatrist. He's like he's he's all, all, the time. all Have
2: you seen easy Rider no. <laughs> so. Oliver Reed goes. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. All dude. Reed
1: says, "Hey, listen, let me tell you this story. Right, here's your drink. Uh, listen, a
2: couple I'm, years a, I'm back, gonna I'm gonna fight you with a rake in this in this kind of weird black light, sure, black yes. and white." Yeah. Yeah, I, I did like that. It wasn't black, that it was like a. No, or a black blue, and white. It was like a blue, blue and white. Blue, black. <laughs> but the fact the fact that Oliver Reed asks Peter
1: Fonda to come to his house, Oliver Reed tells him, this, I think Oliver Reed explains the story, the dialogue, incredible. He says it great. He, he, does, it, he does a great job. He's like, yeah, I got bit by the snake. It's a legendary snake. It's, a, it's in his island. He not
2: really tell him any, anything at the same time. I'm sorry? You know, he's hi- well, he's hiding the fact that he is mentally. You know, um, with the snake or whatever, he doesn't fully explain what's going on. But he does
1: mention that I may he have does. a tele- he, he does mention that I have a I may have a telepathic link to the snake. And Peter Pond's like, "Well, it's going to take a lot of equipment." Like, oh, I, I <laughs> like,
2: come I didn't on, man. Like, that.
8: It's no, <laughs> it's I didn't realize he said I may I have could. the link.
2: I,
3: what about, what about like the 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 corny um, explanation that they said? He says, uh, Oliver Reed says. I think it, it might, um, dovetail with your, um, your theory, um, which, um, I've been, the, and he saw so something about the virus from the snake <laughs> yeah. has yeah. created <laughs> proteins in his brain, which is oh enabled the, the ESP connection between them. So
5: right.
3: science uh, makes sense.
5: There's no, <laughs> right. there's science. No theories. <laughs> like.
1: Henry Fonda has no theory his whole movie. He's just like, Peter. I just... I'm sorry?
7: Peter Fonda.
2: What did I just say? Henry. Oh, yeah. Henry. Uh, uh, but Henry also, Fonda. like, he's a psychologist. He says so, like, that in the first fucking scene. How the fuck's a psychologist gonna understand right? what's going on with any of this? I love it. Peter, Peter Fonda told
1: him, he's just like... Yeah, I just started getting into ESP. Like, and then, like, <laughs> fucking... <was> job, <laughs> All
3: the reasons, like, job, okay, you're definitely job, the guy like you need
1: for this job. Like, it's so insane to me. <laughs> Around the
3: time, there was a few um, psychiatrists and psychologists doing a bit of re- a research um, in Stanford, I think. Um, it, it was, you know, a sort of a fad they went through. Um, one of them was a Scientologist, actually. I and read about... Like, you know, but um. Yeah, I don't remember much about it, but I mean, and, uh, you know, they used to, back in the 70s, oh, this is not 70s, but anyway, they used to, like, sit underneath a fucking pyramid and meditate and shit like that, so, you know, it's pretty, um, like, all this corny shit, it's, it it all added to the fun of the movie. Yeah, it does. Right, I I, I completely agree. I was laughing my ass off. I was laughing all the dude, time. Dude, that's why – I had a blast watching
2: this fucking – I texted Jeremy right after. I was like, dude, I had fun. Like, holy shit. I should not have enjoyed this movie as much as I did. It was just – it's like – it's just – it's a good time. <laughs> the stupidity you know, is uh,
5: It's
2: called it's, Dr. Brilliant, I think. Dude, every time they'd say Brazilian, Brazilian, I'm just like, Oh Jesus my god, his name? Yeah, Doctor Brazilian. I'm like, come oh, on, what is? This?
7: When that came on. Jeremy was like, His name is Doctor Brazilian. And, and like, so
2: I looked it up, and they <laughs> they did they didn't even spell it with the Z. They went with an S, and I was like, yeah. Of course they fucking did.
7: <laughs>
5: right, right,
7: right. He sounded Stupid. like what did we say? Like a, a superhero doctor or a superhero a, doctor? Yeah, or like,
2: something like that. Yeah, like Doctor oh, like Straight an ex biker who's on yeah. a bunch of acid. was like, Man, I'll be a doctor one day <laughs> yeah, <it was> <laughs> right hey, like you see Peter Fon- you get introduced to Peter Fonda like, like who
1: is this guy Like he, he he might as well just be like an assistant but oh wait oh he's the guy he's the lead guy oh wow okay he's this fucking guy with dark glasses all the
2: fucking time in dark in the dark, <laughs> in the dark.
7: His sunglasses. gotta
2: hide the cocaine eyes guys it's <laughs> just, this, this eyes. is just 70's you know, or I'm sorry the 80's demographics, demographics. <laughs>
1: It's, it's it's insane. It, it, it's it, it's hilarious. But,
2: but like, I think the movie is a lot of, it's a lot of, again, it's man, lot I've of, really enjoyed it. The whole real- snake scenes, especially and, and then Oliver Reed doing his best over dramatic acting possible. Like, man, I, I fucking, I really, I like this better like than something. I it's can't like, even uh, lie. <laughs> uh, whatever. And I thought um, Thirst was awesome. This was just more my kind of style of just fun, just balls to all crazy shit non-stop but right. just a lot of fun and it is you fucking, know sorry it kind of reminded me
1: uh sorry my kind of reminded me, me of uh just just a little bit just you know uh, you know it kind of reminded me a little bit of, of relic the Rel- you know the relic the movie with tom sizemore
2: and. Oh, fuck man i haven't seen that movie in so long so it's been okay, a long so, like, time so,
1: like, that there's a it's that character that goes to the um, he didn't go to he didn't go to Australia, but he goes somewhere. Um, you know, I think I'm thinking of mimic,
2: not relic, honestly. Not mimic,
1: yeah. Well, the, yeah. the, the relic is more like this that, that <laughs> scientist from the museum goes out and it's like Penelope mm, and there's like, mm, finds that, leaf, that. It's leaf. Great book, though. The movie's okay, uh, it's yeah, it's all right. Uh, but like, but Tom Seismore is really good at it. But like, um, it's, it kind of reminded me of that though, where they bring that box back from like a, a a country and, 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 and he, that, that creature comes out and only sucks like certain parts of the brains out of people, right? They, they cut, he eats people's, it takes people's heads off their bodies right. and sucks up. It wants that one like uh, toxin in their brain or some shit, but it kind of reminded me of that in that kind of way. It's nothing like that, obviously. (laughs) It's a gigantic snake from hell um, who also opens up three portals or three mounds of dirt filled with gasoline that are lit on fire at some point where uh, <laughs> Oliver Reed has a dagger fight with a gigantic snake. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> fucking hilarious.
2: <laughs> it's so great. It's so great.
5: But he, um...
3: he's, he's seriously the whole time. Like he's like street faced the whole fucking time. It's amazing. I, um, I think uh I had a lot of fun watching this movie with coming up with things in my own head. Like um uh, like I noticed Oliver Reed um Whispers a lot of most of his lines. It has that uh, weird delivery. You're that's, right. because the, you're right. that's because of the head, the fucking massive hangover. Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> man, was,
2: man was drunk on day Peter, one all the way through. Peter, don't
3: say you loud. Your line's too loud, mate. Just, right. getting, I'll give you a drink at lunch. And, um, <laughs> you're hurting the brain. <laughs> like, it was funny how the opening scene, right where. The Islanders, they're all doing I their dancing. It was no, sort yeah. of like... Uh, that was funny. Like, some of them had, like, looked like uh, pot plants <laughs> on their head with little <laughs> eyes out of it. That was sort of like that King Kong scene, but times 11. <laughs> no and, doubt. Um,
2: Holy shit.
3: They're all yelling out, like, there's that, the, the chief is, is fucking singing in, in his language. He's on, like, fucking two kilos of peyote. And, um... <laughs> That's a good so, so they dance for two days to summon this fucking snake, demon, god, guardian yeah. of hell. And uh then it, it comes out and they're like there's some guys watching it's like, hey, this guy's but well, you know, they just do they're just summoning a demon, you know. Fucking yeah, like
7: it's, and not then, so, it's
3: not a big deal, not a big you know, deal. And then <laughs> the fire goes fucking crazy. It comes out of the fire, and they're like Shit! Grab your spears! Like, yeah. like <laughs> this is bad. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> hey, we just we just danced for two days to get this guy here. Now he's fucking killing everyone. He's a fucking <laughs> bad asshole. Idea. Bad <laughs> idea.
5: <laughs>
3: like, it, it's so fucking corny, man. Like, what the fuck's going on? And then it goes. And didn't you think when it when it was on the ship, it's getting um, it's getting transported back to wherever it was, like, New York or wherever. And um, the the box starts swinging in the wind when they're yes. transporting it. Didn't you think it's going to, like, crash and come out of the fucking oh, yeah. box? The guy That's guiding exactly
7: that box <laughs> in there, he was just like, oh, yeah, go left, go right. And then he's like, hurry it up. And I was like... Yeah. Why are you telling him to hurry it up? Like, slow it down. Get it there <laughs> and straight. Like, <laughs> don't swing it around, and then that guy dies because it crashes on top of him. Right, I loved it. I loved it. You <laughs> stupid, ah, fucking
3: out idiot. Of- <laughs> uh, oh, oh, here we go. The rain man. Yeah, you see it coming, <laughs> but then it just bites this guy on the hand. It didn't. It didn't actually escape. And he starts going into those Dick Smith uh, special effects, where he's, which was probably my favorite part of the movie. Where, um, and they start, they start bloating up really oh, bad. So. It looks grotesque. It's that yeah. good sort of awesome. 80s Oh, it did look
2: horrible, but I it's loved so that uh, shit. Uh, like that. The spasms that in the body loved it. Yeah,
3: the weird, so, what, what like... do you do when you fucking, you're dying of, of a fucking snake bite? Throw yourself overboard. Yes. What so the fuck?
5: Drown and... The water
3: will save me. No,
2: yeah. no, you're just going to drown. while dying from a snake bite. drown and explode. <laughs> yeah right? Uh, oh, God, it's a pet. It is very
1: Cronenberg-esque though. Like that that, where oh, that dude, oh, dude! oh, I love those those makeup like... effects
2: were incredible in this movie. Yeah. I love that whole style. or
1: yeah. like video yeah. drum. It's yeah. very like that scene where like uh where, where James Wood shoots that fucking like uh, that mayor or like government government guy in the head and Videodrome, or and he he grows like fucking like bullet cancer and like all comes out of his fucking face and his face cracks open. It's awesome. Um, it's kind of it kind of reminds me of that. Dick Smith worked on a lot of junk, uh, a lot of like Cronenberg things. So like it made sense. Uh, even with that, with the the sort of like e. Emmett Walsh uh, character, which I called him in the movie the, the the guy who drives in the bus he drinks with too many bud lights or Budweisers, and he, get, and he forgets to close the back door and the fucking snake comes through
7: mr Crowley, and,
1: like the fuck out of him and he fucking flips out and turns into fucking jello uh or like a <laughs> like sauce <laughs> he
7: gets so swollen like and so oh dude i know oh, gross. Yes. Oh. like it was Disgusting, but at the same time, all I can think of is like, this is what I look like when I get bit by mosquitoes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like that—that's not the
7: case. <laughs> I just fell up, and I'm just like, this is what I dream of—is that I'm gonna like get gross like that by beating getting bit by a mosquito. It's gross.
5: Not that bad. You get bloated.
7: It's it's real bad because they swell up. But it, anyways,
1: there, there are like things. There are story. There there are quote unquote story I, I can't even call them story lines am I sure I mean, there's this aspect of the story that this end immediately are never or never like finished like that weird like snake cult guy the uh that, that just he sends it a, he sends it a, he sends a dude out with um with the bald e- e- em at walsh guy and e- em at walsh dies and like that guy died way before and like we never hear what happens to that snake cult guy Again, which I liked. I like the snake cold thing. It's very like that weird Baptist Southern thing where they pick up snakes, let
2: them bite them a bunch of times. And they're like, oh, God is rushing through so, me, baby. And the thing like, is that they don't let them bite them. They're, they're supposed to control it, but when they do bite them, then they die. And it's like, oh, well, that was God's will. It's like, <laughs> no, you're just a fucking idiot. But yeah. No, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I
3: love talking idiots. about those fucking morons, but good. <laughs> go sorry, Dane. Oh, my God. I just seen that, I seen that scene as well I was like, oh, it's snake Christians Yeah Yeah, and that,
2: that's that gotta be the Antithesis of Christianity Literally, <laughs> the snake is what Turned Adam and Eve against God Like, for fuck's God. sakes <laughs> And that's just, you know, it just goes to show how Stupid these people, right. are. but anyway anyway, anyway, I digress a Great name for the
1: episode, actually <laughs> uh, but, You
2: gotta yeah. have snake Christians
1: Yeah, you got a you lot. <laughs> keep coming, man, keep coming with the names like, it's, it's a weird thing, but which I like a lot, uh, but it never gets to, it never fulfills that storyline. It's just done. Like, it just, the movie just ends.
7: The movie ends, and there's no more snake Christians. Like, no, no more snake Christians. <laughs> the Reverend is no longer there. He doesn't say anything
2: else. <laughs> it was just like
7: Crowley dies, and no one cares about this cult of snakes anymore. And then and Ozzy
2: Osbourne was so upset he wrote a song. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we and I get have it, I get the feeling.
1: It's a, it's a, I think it's a, a truly great scene in this is where where Oliver Reed talks about in the police station about why he like he explains to the police like this is why there's a this snake. This, this snake is here. And he explains like him and his bro- his brother going to that island, and he speaks of like this serpent from hell, and they're, they're hunters, and they want to find that that big kill. Which I think, I, for me at least, I think I think it's a great, a really good scene. Like, well, the speech is really good uh, from Oliver Reed, even though he's drunk on sure. his ass. I still think it's he he definitely does a good job because I mean, The Brood is an awesome movie from David Cronenberg. He's drunk in that too, but he's a great job in that. <laughs> But, like, you know, he did a great job explaining this whole story. And, uh, uh, he never, at the end, there's no like confrontation. Just like, like fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Peter Fawn just shoots him in the fucking face a bunch of times and the snake fucking dies. It's like, is this a snake from hell or is this a regular snake?
7: <laughs> and that gets me because everyone else has tried to, like, shoot the snake and no one <laughs> else has gotten him. And then uh, Peter Fonda, all of a sudden, at the very end, has amazing aim. (laughs) From the waist. And no one else. From the beginning of the movie, when they've all had guns, they've all tried to shoot him, and no one's hit him.
2: Right, it was like like, Stormtrooper aid to fucking John Wick aim.
7: Correct. (laughs) And Peter Fonda, who shot at him in the the greenhouse, when it was, like, super dark outside. The rake? Yeah. Well, and, like... (laughs) they shot at him a couple of times and no one got him like <laughs> right, right.
1: the police don't care in this movie the police do did not you, care i'm um, blame them did, did, did you know, guys
3: see the, the snake did, in the, the movie it. like it was a pretty bad copy i was watching it, it was cool it was like back being back in the vhs days
2: dude i loved um, it that's the effect that i what, loved it looked guys, like shit but i still enjoyed it sorry go on dave
3: Did you watch it on youtube yeah. No, I, yes, that's
2: exactly. I watched it through
3: archive.org. Oh, yeah. That was a slightly better copy, but it, that was fucking up. Watched on YouTube,
1: it was like watching it on VHS because there was tracking issues too, which is a lot of fun. So it was that, fun. Oh,
3: that tracked me up too, man. It, it, <laughs> <are> I, <laughs> when I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, <me> too, man. <laughs> did you guys? Did you
1: guys
2: get
7: the subtitles?
2: No, I did not. Oh man. Have you guys ever watched
1: YouTube movies with generated subtitles? Yes. Uh
2: but I didn't watch it on YouTube, I watched it through archive. They're the best. I'm just
1: saying that the YouTube generated subtitles were always the fucking best. They had
2: yeah to be like Okay, (laughs) you know (laughs)
7: Uh, what's his name? Not Peter Fonda, the other one. Uh
2: Silva? or no, uh Oliver Reed. Oliver Oliver, Reed.
7: His name is Jason Kincaid. Kincaid. Mr. Kincaid.
2: Yeah. I love and that name, Kincaid.
7: In Kincaid. the subtitles, every once in a while it would fuck up and it would be like, Jason Kincaid, got it, perfect. Yeah. Okay. And then it would, the one time it was kinky instead kinky. of <laughs> kinkade. And then
2: two times it
7: said skincare. skincare. And I was like, oh, God.
2: <laughs> Jason, skincare, kinky, <laughs> <and> Kincaid.
7: <laughs> He's coming for was, you, girl. <laughs> because it would just be like, uh, obviously, it's supposed to be serious scenes. Right, right. And it would very, be like, oh, really?
2: Jason, skincare. What are you doing? Like,
7: I don't even know. Proactive.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and so- prof- Professor Brazilian. Yes. <laughs> Is he right? Did
2: like? Could you Brian. get her off? you <laughs> could you right, You're right, You're
1: right, Dave. Oh, I gotta get some fucking. Skincare. care um, <laughs> it's but, it's the be'es favorite,
2: knees
5: <laughs>
1: my, my favorite scene in the whole movie uh, is um, is the women at that house the sorority house oh yeah which is awesome it's a great it's probably the best scene for me in the whole movie it's, it's an awesome scene um, it's intense uh, the snake chooses her whether or not to scare a woman with a Lawn bag leaf of bottles or something in her. She has 12
7: tre- bags of trash kitchen. in her kitchen. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and falls like, upstairs with a, There's like a, a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre poster she falls into and she gets thrown into a fucking doorway through a glass fucking door. Like, thrown into
2: the shower, like when the chicks in the shower, <laughs> you're like, all right.
1: This is babe. awesome. And then they yeah. reshow
2: that later. It's like, okay, boobs again, cool. <laughs> but only right. it's this- the exact same scene later, which I thought yeah. was weird. It's oh. flashbacks. It's very strange. You're like, like all of gets flashbacks. Right? Ah, that makes sense. Yeah, because he's he's one with El Snake.
3: <laughs> with <a> snake. <laughs> <laughs> was, um, Jesus. That was the funniest thing in the movie when the snake was getting closer to, to them. Um, <laughs> he starts hissing, starts hissing like a snake, going, pss, pss. and, uh, <laughs> and the, the guy goes, "Oh man, it's like that that telepathy thing again." Like, <laughs> he goes, no, yeah, you don't that, understand. That's what it is. <laughs> I have one with he, he is part of me. I, I don't right. feel him in my head. It's in my, it's in my heart, in my stomach, or some, some shit like that. I mean, I couldn't tell you Anything from this movie. I, I, yeah. <laughs> like,
2: like but, and that's stupid, why I liked it so much.
1: <laughs> that stupid poem or some shit during that uh, uh, synops- uh, recording section or whatever. And he right. immediately leaves and like niece is like, oh, uh, play the video back. And she hears it and she's like, oh, that's like an old story or old rhyme. She's like, she says it and it's like, oh, he's going home. It's just went home. I just, like, it was so stupid. Was like,
7: <laughs> yeah, like, he says, up the hill into my home. And she's like, oh, it must be one of those, like, rhymes. And I was like, he's literally saying they went up the hill to his house. <laughs> 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 like, this is not a poem. This is a literal statement.
3: <laughs> yeah. I kept imagining that, like, at lunchtime, um... Oliver Reed was getting Peter Fonda drunk, and he was getting him stoned. <laughs> I, can't, I guarantee that that's on? a fact, no Will doubt. This fucking movie, just whisper, Peter. I'm fucking hungover.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: he you gets know,
1: drunk uh, all
2: the time. We all know this.
5: Then
1: <laughs> you know, Dane, We watched the watch. Thirst which just a, 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 a This one's a, a connect exploitation. This is all ca- Canada.
3: It's a, a oh yeah, yeah, it was
5: really
3: cool interesting I don't know much about it, but I believe it's a similar situation uh which oh, that just reminded me of something else but um that uh both countries they 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 got these sort of um homegrown, uh s- cinema um uh fucking industries going from right. giving uh tax havens right. like australia oh, yeah, like australia. The state, state of Georgia make, is like that here, But he didn't have to pay much tax or or fees or or whatever. So that's how these things started. Which Australia is um
1: that's, that's, that's kind of how going David, back. that's how David Cronenberg started, right? With 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 uh, all, of, he Canadian, so all, all of he was Canadian. George Miller No. no, no. Uh, Cronenberg. Uh, uh, Canada. Uh, uh, oh Jesus Christ. I just I just he's remembered it down. just his name My bad. Yeah. Cronenberg, yeah, quarterberg yeah. yeah. it's how he started, like, quarterberg was like, it's all, it was all uh, taxes, like, that's how he made his movies, like, the the, the, the Canadian government gave him money, and he made movies, I like, Shivers, and Scanners, and Rabbit, and whatever, and it's all like, it was all, <clears throat> it was all off, the, the government paid for his movies, basically, so, I said they're kind of limited in some parts, but, um, <clears throat> I want to mention something that, that was really interesting to me, um, and it has nothing to do with both, either of these movies, but like, so me and Mike, me and Mike and Joe have watched uh, well, Mortal Kombat tonight. Mortal Kombat 2001. If you watch that, if you watch the credit sequence at the end, um, it is produced by like the Canadian like taxpayer government. Like they they got it's a tax write off. Even the new Mortal Kombat is a
2: tax write off,
1: which is insane to
2: me. It still happens. Well, today. I mean, that's a lot right. of movies in the states too, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a, that's that's why you you see a movie that you know was produced for eighty million dollars that only made thirty, and they didn't go bankrupt. <laughs> you know, it's well, it's great. Crap. I
1: mean, it's it's great for people like like that. The uh, uh, Dane posted that thing that new thing with with uh, with uh, you know with with Miller, um, and it's awesome. That's great for that. It's great. I'm sure, it's I, great.
3: Fucking it's, man, it's there's a thing for in those a- people. There's a oh. thing in Australia where uh, it's just – it fucking pisses me off so much. But there's a there's an attitude that, you know, we're a sporting country. We're, we're, we're macho. We're this and that. We don't care much about the arts or, in particular, genre cinema. Um, oh, just Texas quickly, too, um, buddy.
1: I mean, it's that much different. <laughs> so. eh? Go ahead. Sorry. Texas no, is no.
3: – Texas don't give a fuck, fuck about the film industry, man. Oh, Texas. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I thought you said taxes, but yeah, Texas, Yeah, I know. Taxes like, still don't care, but yes, go but, ahead. Um, no, but Australia's—they're finally waking up and saying, you know, oh, well, we'll put a bit of money in, and the money will come back, you know. Like, sure. and we do do great genre cinema now. Fucking the stupid Australian public won't go to watch it that much, but. It can be sold worldwide, you know? Like, there yeah, was a, a, really, there's a really awesome, fucking awesome sci-fi action movie that we just made. A guy made for $25 million called Operation Rainfall. Um, I watched it at the cinema. I was blown away, like, the, the skill and the passion put into this movie. And it didn't even make a million dollars. Like, it's a homegrown product. And it didn't even make a million dollars in Australian cinema, but it's what been up? sold worldwide. It, oh, it's such a bummer, man. Like, and I've seen on Facebook people were like fucking, you know, oh, Australians, we don't make good movies and all that. They're so conditioned to Hollywood blockbusters. But anyway, rant over. It's got a great <laughs> cast,
2: man. It's, it's got Jason Isaacs, fucking Tamira Morrison, King Jong. Uh, Daniel Giles, Lawrence, oh holy shit, Lawrence McCord, like it has got a it's gotta, it's. I'm just, I just pulled it up on IMDb, um, and I'm gonna check this out, man. It's a goddamn shame yeah. I didn't get any it more looks
3: traction. Like 150 million dollar movie for 25 million. I can million. tell just by the, but, the, the um, previews. So. it's got some, uh, it's got some Fury Road inspired influence. It's got some humor. It's, it's got a little bit of corniness in it, but. To me, that sort of it worked As you yeah. should. Anyway, so Dane recommends. There you go.
2: Yeah, Activation oh, okay. Rainfall. That's been the next yeah, time I'm going to watch as soon as I get access
3: to it. There's a, there's, a, there's a first one as well, which is on Netflix. That's the second one. Oh, right on. Is this, the first is one it, is quite low budget.
1: But there's no problem yeah. with that. I mean, we're talking about two large low, low budget movies right now. That we both, it. yeah, we all love, love. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, Yo, yeah. Me and Mike That's talked right. about fucking, we talked about fucking Skyscraper last week with Anna Cole Smith. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, we're all here to have a good time.
7: Which so was a time. such a good movie. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> she night. is
7: not a good actress, but it was such a good mu- movie. Like, it's a <laughs> <the> hard light.
2: <laughs> It was. It's a lot. The thing is, the thing here is that
1: it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Exactly. Then and it's, yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah. So the fact
1: about. that there's some sort of stigma with all, with, the fact that some sort of weird stigma with Australia blows my mind. The fact that we have we have four movies from Australia that were, that, that's the Mad Max quadrilogy. I hate that word, but there are four movies from the, Australia From 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 Mad the Mad Max series, and they are all blockbusters, and all have had great fucking. All the Mad Max movies have great ratings, and the fact that uh, whatever, what even the Australian public's like, there's no way we can get out of this. It's all based in Australia. I'm a dude in Texas, uh, living in a small Texas town. Same with Mike. Same with Joanna. Um, and that was at the same time I saw this fucking movie, and the fact is, this movie's a map It's my favorite movie. I have a I bought a I bought a huge fucking print from from France, <laughs> like two years yeah. ago. Yeah. It's in my fucking closet. Right, I can't wait to have a house to put it up in a frame. It's like it's so wait. ridiculous to me. So, what, you know, Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, Mad Max.
6: Yeah. That's awesome. That's
1: fucking. It's a queen
6: awesome. size yeah, bed it poster. I'll send to you, Mike,
1: if you want to. I, I gotta, I gotta. When we're doing the Mad Max series with Dane. <laughs> I bought a huge mat. It covers my. It covers our bed. It's
7: a queen size bed. size France.
1: poster. It's it's from France. It's a right it's an original paper poster they put up for France, uh, in in the movie theaters. I have it. I bought it for fucking eighty bucks. So, you know. But the thing is, though, I just don't get that. But all right. Well, like like Dane said, rant over.
3: <laughs> <some of> that's <laughs> um. That's, um, was, that's it's why lot, it's good to fun. Uh, check it out. You know, just yeah, go back. I agree. Dude. Go back and check out these classic, yeah. classics, exploitation, any exploitation. Yeah, and, um, they're a lot okay. of fun.
1: We have to do Razorback sometime. We gotta do Razorback. I've been talking about Razorback for oh, a long oh. time. Uh, Mokehi Flick, uh, Mokehi's awesome. Uh, it's his first flick, and after that was Highlander. Uh, great director, great a, a movie. I, I think the movie is actually better than Highlander, in my opinion. Uh, but um, yeah, that, Razorback, when do you do more Australian flicks on the show, uh, have an Australian month. and But like, even like, what was that movie you, you mentioned to me, Dane, uh, a year back, um, which I just watched? Um, it's an Animal Attack movie. It's awesome. A uh, bunch of Mad Max dudes in it. Uh, it's like a small town thing, it's really good. Um, but I can't um, remember the yeah. title of it. But it's it's awesome. it's got a bunch of Mad Max dudes in it. And it's like it's a lot of fucking fun. The 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 the, uh, the the sergeant or whatever he is, the captain from Mad Max is in it. Um, it's awesome. It's a great uh, animal attack movie, and it's from Australia. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, all, but, the... it's awesome. I can't remember. That's all. It's awesome. I forget. I forget. I forget too. But it's it's great. Like it's uh, not the, the long weekend. Uh No, no, no. But it, it's uh, like George Miller says in that conference. Like, like the people of of, of Sydney and Australia, uh, just, they are the most hard-working fucking people. Like, especially, he can never work with a better stunt crew in his entire life. And I agree. I think that, you know, especially working with George Miller, obviously, um, you get a masterpiece on your hands. So, but like, those people work hard. And you work hard, Dane. And fuck, man. You know, we... Give some more fucking respect to Australia. Jesus Christ. I don't get it. But, it's, um, it's
3: weird that our own people are, are one of the worst at at recognizing that. But, you know, so, so are we. I, <laughs> so, well, no, you no. know, I'm a bit of a, um, what, what do you call it, like outsider alternative lifestyle. Right. Like right. I, I had the guys from work, the people from work, like I mentioned about Monster Fest. And then some woman goes, Dane, didn't you go to to a horror movie festival and watch fifteen movies, like I said it sort of disparagingly, in and like mm. called me out in front of everyone like that, mm. and, and I'm thinking, like fifteen horror movies, yeah, that's fucking awesome. You should, yeah, you, know,
2: you should have said you goddamn right and, I did. Like, and, I'm and, sorry and, you, I'm sorry you didn't have the fucking balls to go yourself, you stupid cunt. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and and, and, I, and, I, and I sort of said like. I sort of said, you guys are a bunch of fucking squares. But, Amen. But, Amen. Oh, Amen. That was I'm, a circ- oh,
2: them. I'm a circle you, bitch. Sorry, go
3: ahead. Yeah. <laughs> that just, that pisses
5: me
2: off.
3: God. I hate shit like I, that. I, Sorry, ha- Go ahead. Yeah, and, and you know what? I'll water off a duck's back. It didn't even upset me. I'm like, well, whatever. I, I don't like you fucking right. people anyway.
2: Yeah, yeah, under the bridge, bitch. You ain't got no time for this, man. Ugh.
3: Yeah. Because,
7: like, Ugh. when... I meet people; they're very confused when I'm like, "Yeah, I went to a horror convention, and that's where my husband proposed to me." And they're like, "Cause you like <laughs> horror movies?" And it's like, it doesn't. Yeah, fucking that's matter. awesome. Like, I I like movies. I like my husband. Like it 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 doesn't yeah. bother me. Like I like to go to places that have people in them. I don't care. Like it doesn't yeah, for sure. You like that? That's cool. Do what you want to do. You like horror movies? For sure. Watch those movies. It's totally fine. Yeah. Like I also
3: doesn't... like uh, old Hollywood and sci-fi. Like I watched a Fritz Lang movie the other night. You know, yeah. it's it's just one part of it, isn't it, Joanna?
7: I love it Fritz is. Link, yeah. And you just you like what you like, and you do what you do, and if you don't like it. Don't worry about what other people like. Like I like. Who the
2: fuck cares? Correct. Because <laughs> like, are that's you affecting me?
7: If you like horror movies, that's great. We don't live together. I don't have to watch them with you. I don't care. I don't mind them, so I can watch them. If I if I don't like them, I will be scrolling Instagram like nobody's business you married me if oh. jeremy wants to watch something else and i'm just like yeah hey, you know what i'm not about that life i'm gonna read my book about
1: whatever else. world <laughs> war Two,
7: because that's what i've for sure been into right, right. but you know like i want to now read books about like uh, Elizabeth Bathory. Man, and stuff like that. Talk. Like I, I want to get back into that. Yeah, i
2: have never even heard of that name until today. I was, so I'm I was, definitely the Bathory.
7: Mike, I have <laughs> to send you I have to send you those books that I read about the like um Elizabethan uh, queens and kings and like their lovers and their mistresses. They were so I'll
2: find all so that like, fascinating. Oh, <laughs> so
7: they were they were so good because I was just like what in the fuck is happening? Who are you? So they're all people?
2: cousins, basically. <laughs> <laughs> i already summarize I like, that part. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm a king, you.
7: and I have to marry this lady because you know. God damn! I gotta
2: fuck guy. my cousin again. Sorry. For <laughs> <laughs> the close. crown. Sorry. sorry, sorry. The world, oh, it, was, yes,
7: yes. it was so great. It, all of that. The I'm interested cock. in the. <laughs> no, I want to say. <laughs>
2: Fair enough, fair enough. No, if we are venturing off, but I am—I, I, dude, I—I I loved all those stories. So please send me all that, please.
7: I just love the the human nature of everything. So watching uh, spasms with the human nature of like trying to—I don't know—correspond with a snake who Talk is a, a devil guy, whatever. <laughs> yes. That situation and like all the people in that, right. I like that. I like the one with um, everybody's
1: nonchalant, nonchalant about Snake except Oliver Reed. He's semi, <laughs> I
2: guess. I his overacting is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> like the shaking um, and shit. Anyway, sorry. sorry. What's, what
7: was the first movie? He we kisses watched? his
2: knees. Thirst. Oh. Thirst was the first film.
7: Yeah, the kissing he, of the knees in Spasm was weird.
1: fucking. He kiss his niece weird, because like he's like, me give me, kid, me a like kiss, kiss and, and she like... gives him
7: a kiss on the cheek, and then yeah, they like seriously. sort of kind of. No, no, him. it's like yeah,
2: well, it got real weird. <laughs> oh was getting real in both of these films we watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then we were...
7: thirst. Thirst was all like the the mental health of like trying to force somebody to do
2: something. Drink the blood. They of a don't want No,
3: deal. Do. No, no problem. Eight?
2: It's just a thing. Great. the fuck
3: you know what i thought about um spasms that um it was written by someone who writes porno movies um <laughs> <with the> fact, <laughs> some of that dialogue man dude and, and I wrote the urge one, from within
5: um, <laughs> it
1: has, um, actually um, it's actually based off a book
7: how about that oh, i thought you were yeah. gonna say it's based off of porno <laughs> <laughs> that's where I thought you were going, and I was like, well, that's a "Great the title." <laughs> well, ways it directed,
1: definitely, ways it's directed. It definitely feels like a porn film. Sure, it's yeah.
7: a, a great title. But yeah, the
1: snake, the snake uh, violence is pretty intense, in my opinion. So, it's so
7: great.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, but, yeah, um, a lot of fun. I'm glad. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Had a good time. <laughs> the um, it, also the the snake cult. Um, they remind me. Of- <laughs> Villains out of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> The Foot Clan. Yeah. With the Snake Clan. Yeah. No Splinter, doubt.
1: Get Splinter. No, no. We got uh, Shredder in there.
3: I like it.
2: And it's like, you know, you got to shake the, it's like big business. <laughs> you got to shake, shake the rattle. <laughs> Sorry, I just watched Big Business literally two days ago. My bad, guys.
5: <laughs>
1: Can you guys imagine the Foot Clan picking up snakes and kissing them while the Ninja Turtles like cut to next That'd be great.
3: Snake Ninja.
1: Fucking Michael that'd be so great. Shit, and, like hallucinating <laughs> in his bad dreams with snakes on his pizza and
5: shit. This <laughs> is my life <laughs> now. <laughs> Good pizza Steve's
1: got five seconds, man. <laughs> oh, uh. man. oh yeah, great. Oh, hey, great flicks. I had a great time talking to you, dudes and lady. And uh, yeah, it was fun. And uh, Dane, please, I'm gonna get you back on more for the show. If you're down for it, we'll get you back more on the show. And,
2: we always uh, want you on, Dane. You're always
3: I haven't, uh, I've been a bit distant. Uh, sorry, but um, I've been quite busy lately in work awesome. and I've been trying to exercise a lot and been losing a bit of weight, but um, Give yeah, um, uh, I think uh, I'll, I'll be down for anything, man. Like one day, uh, Razorback is, um... Razorback. And, uh, we need to... Yes, you, send send when, us wait, ideas, what? man. Please. You need to, <clears> you <throat> Need to, uh, We'll get on YouTube and watch the deleted scenes from the Australian VHS version. Because oh, it, oh, it, takes, yeah. it takes the gore to another level. And it... Because I always remembered it being more horrifying when I watched it as a kid. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But, it's, yeah, it's really cool, man. I did read in the trivia that there were two different cuts.
1: Well, he makes... he like, does a... He was an awesome director. Like, that, that, that opening scene with the farmhouse, that, that's some pretty scary shit, dude. Like, all the fog and, like, the fucking red eyes and, like, the, the, the breaking of the walls and shit to that small fucking, like, double wide. Like, he does a great job with all that stuff. But yeah, I think that uh, Razorback will be a big one we you talk about because I think we even you me trying to mic and Mike can talk about something like that. I think that that movie is a big conversation together. That's a great. I think it's a great fucking flick. It's one hey, of the best monster movie flicks.
3: Yeah, I just had a great idea actually. Um, I'll sh- I'll get the um, umbrella version and oh, I, I'll get it, I'll, get had, I'll get it too. Get
5: it
1: too. It's
3: um it's got the VHS cut. It's on the it's on the no Blu-ray. Shit. I've got oh. I, I, for some reason I bought the DVD one, but it it's got, the, it's got that more gory sort of uh, version. It's, it's not much, but it, it does sort of take it to another level. Right. On. Yeah. And uh, we can do the, the VHS cut. Uh, All right. So I'm going to send you guys one.
1: All right. Oh. Cool. Sounds good. It's like the RoboCop. Uh, I, sent, I sent Mike the uh, RoboCop cut of their video collection, and it's got a. And it's got the entire TV cut of RoboCop, which is amazing. If you want to watch it, it's, it's awesome. fucking
5: hilarious. It's hilarious.
1: <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's amazing. Like it's it's com. It's a, a complete TV VHS cup cut. They couldn't really like high up the definition t- to it, but it's it's fucking hilarious. Like everything is totally changed. It's amazing. But we need to talk about this. We, we did some more. We had to the, 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 do the Cars in Paris. We got to do all that shit, man. it. We got to do it. So, anyways. Sure.
5: Uh, but yes,
1: great episode. Yeah. <laughs> so much fucking fun tonight, man. Yeah, great episode. Had a lot of fucking fun. Uh, Two new honey,
7: movies for me, so it was crazy. Thanks for having me.
2: Of course. Of course.
7: I love being with you guys. And I'm so... Dane, I'm so happy to be on when you're on, too.
3: Yeah, I feel the same way. I uh,
7: love
2: it. Yeah, And I always want to back on like as much as we can to get this fucking shit working. You're always just such a good commentator, man. We love it.
7: Thank you. I love being on with you, too, Decent. Like, I just, I love you guys. That's For sure.
2: You
1: are the core of the show.
7: I love you, too, honey uh
1: but the next uh, next week hopefully we'll get we'll get uh, tron back things will become be different we'll be back to sort of quasi normal and uh hopefully hopefully we're getting Dean back for next episode too because we asked Dane to do the tell us from the dark side episode um and yes there you go spoilers we'll probably do tell us from the dark side the movie next episode but we'll have Dean on too uh hopefully and um It'll be hopefully a, a review you guys had never heard before. We'll be Ooh. a little different on this thing. We have we have a lot of things. We have we have three segments, I believe, with a wraparound. So that'll be a lot of fun to talk about. And um, you know, we're not a podcast to let you guys know what we're doing next. And uh, sometimes it kind of flips out, uh, especially when you've been drinking a lot of beers, uh, like me. Uh, but um, <clears throat> we will be doing that the next episode. So uh, Dane brother. Thank you so much for being on this podcast with us, man. It means a lot to all of us, and uh, hopefully, we'll figure out a schedule to have you back on for the next episode. We'll be talking about Tales from the Dark Side.
3: The movie! Yeah, no. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for having me. Like I said, you know, um, the the culture over here is a bit different, but uh, you guys like me, and uh, that means a a hell of a lot to me. Uh, So... Uh, thanks. Yeah, a you're lot.
2: a highlight man every time. I love you. <laughs> you enjoy yeah.
3: both, like yeah. kind of... <clears throat> I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm an Aussie man. You can't blow up my head like that. Like no and, uh, no, and I'm not trying to.
2: I'm I'm yeah. American, so like everything we know is like literally you do everything you can, your fucking self. <laughs> you get no yeah. help. Fuck you, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, I'll Jim, you right bro, you're a gym, bro. You're a
1: gym. I'll tell you right now, Dane, if we if, if we met in Australia the first if, if it was like seven o'clock at night, the first thing I'd ask you is like Dane, where's this where's the where's the gas station? Let's get a fucking 12 pack, let's drink some beer.
5: So,
3: i are right going straight to the pub, brother. Right. Go. hell
5: yeah.
1: Before the beer
3: getting... is, let's go get beer immediately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're getting on the schooners, have a few schoonies. <laughs> and just so you
7: know, just so you know, Jane, if you ever meet me in person, I am going to hug you so much.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Nothing wrong with hugs. That's oh. my wife. So,
3: yeah. Go. Well, we'll make it happen one day. And I, I plan to come over there too at some point when money allowing, you know, and COVID and all that bullshit. I get oh,
5: that.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I want to come to Australia. So, yeah, I understand the predicament. <laughs>
3: I got I, I a feeling that um,
1: me, Joe, and and Mike will probably go to Australia before you do, Dan. And this is all oh, this is recorded. So.
2: It must you. happen I'll now. So we'll I'll go to you. we'll go to the Mad Max museum.
5: <laughs> oh, please.
2: Please. Oh, alone, like yes fuck yes yes please.
1: Would like
5: to <laughs> in one
2: piece. He will bit. be
5: calm
3: down. So calm down. I'm
2: fabulous. <laughs> And that's how you know the Americans are in fucking Australia again.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I just want to watch. I love you, Mel.
2: Sorry. (laughs) Joanna's face is so so important. (laughs) (laughs) Because
7: I thought Mike said he was down, not calm down.
2: (laughs) No, we're going to make this work. We're going to make this work. You said, let's
7: go to the Mad Maxi You said said you're going to Like break You're going. You're hysterical
1: right now. I'm sorry.
7: I missed Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
5: All
1: right. right. Well, have a good night. Um, Maybe. (laughs)
2: This,
1: This has been one of the funnest.
2: Once again, anytime we get Dane on board, like this is always the funnest shows, man. Like, I swear to God, Dane, you are always welcome. We want you all the fucking time, man. No matter what the topic is, and you know, once again, it's just another good episode. I. Great. I'm just glad once again, especially with you, Joe. Come on, it's always Come a good time. Yeah,
1: yeah, Gene, indeed, powerhouse,
3: time. dude. powerhouse, man. Always a
5: good time. <laughs>
1: All
3: right, so uh, we, we need a bit of oh. intelligence. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we, that's uh, why they brought us on, gotta get, Dane. <laughs> gotta get Joe. Oh, you gotta get Joanne on. Oh
7: no! <laughs>
3: we, just, we need the balance. Good God! <laughs>
7: Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs>
2: Well, yeah. it's the truth.
1: Well, I, I, I taking taking back the reins here. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, come back next week, and uh, we'll have something new for you. Uh, new as in what you heard on this podcast, which is going to possibly be tells the dark side of the movie, and hopefully, game will be back. For it. So, uh, you guys take it easy. Don't be a piece of shit, right? Correct. Don't be a piece. Take it sleazy.
7: take it sleazy sleazy
1: for tron and tron hopefully tron will be back next episode and um he'll bring all of his sleaziness and uh whatever else and keyboard garbage back into the show so um you guys have a good night dane thank you very much for being a podcast brother i love you i love all you guys and have a good night we'll talk to you later bye bye
5: (laughs)